Hello and welcome back once again to This is Tramia, the Tramia podcast. And we've got a Wembley special this week to uh, celebrate our first trip to Wembley in 17 years. My name is Matt Hibbert, I'm a big Tramia fan, DJ over in Liverpool at Medication and Barbar. And we've got quite the illustrious panel joining our normal panel here today. Introduce yourselves, please, my normal illustrious panel. Paul Harper, communications assistant, Tramia Rovers, thank you for joining us. JKO, the unofficial voice of Tramia Rovers Football Club. Well, we also have two very special guests, and I and I say very special in like exclamation marks, capital letters. It's come at no works. small fee, has it to you personally, no, Paul? Like your back it, yeah, we've we've pulled out all the stops yeah. this evening. Um, Alex, hey, welcome yeah. aboard, Al. Yes. Nice to be here. Nice to be here. Big Tramir fan, and also obviously former player, and um, Mitchell Duggan, star of. Warrington Town <laughs> this season. Good afternoon, people. So I have some questionable tackles for Warrington Town from what Jake showed me over the season. <laughs> a few, but, only a few red cards. But most importantly, not just a former player and a current player, but Tramier fans. Yeah, exactly. Which was something yeah, so that we said we wanted on. That's what we've gone for. We've gone for Tramier fans. Yeah. So this is for the fans, by the fans, um, official Tramier radio. Yeah, but with the unofficial voice of Tramier with, and JQ. Yeah, with the unofficial <laughs> voice, obviously, yeah. So should we get straight into Wembley chat? Yeah. How much are we all looking forward to Sunday, Alex? I'm, I can't wait. I, I haven't slept nearly that much since Saturday. Um, was it Saturday? Yeah, it, it was, was Saturday. Saturday, wasn't it? And <laughs> obviously, I'm very, very excited to be going down as a as a proper fan this time. It, it's nice to be amongst it all, to be honest. I couldn't believe Saturday, how much I enjoyed it. I went for an early breakfast and a few pints and uh, built it all up. I wanted to be part of the atmosphere. You obviously don't have to drink well, to enjoy the game. But well, yeah, obviously I'm not saying go out and that. drink, but... We do need, just need to make that point okay. clear. That's I all. needed to drink to go out. No, <laughs> I, I needed to relax, but then I, I think as soon as we got towards the ground, seeing how many people were around, I was getting really excited. Adrenaline was pumping. Um, I wanted to be a part of it with the fans, so I went and sat in the cop. Um, just to be a part of the atmosphere and the build up to it and there was parts in the game and I'd, um, I was getting a bit nervous to be honest like probably most of the other fans but I think the support was was amazing and then after the game I think I went to about four local pubs and <laughs> to see them all with the atmosphere like it had was amazing then I was gutted I didn't go to the tent in oh the car park because um, <laughs> I've seen the videos of Garno I was very jealous um, I'd love to see Garno's bar tab from Saturday <laughs> wouldn't you like <laughs> But that's what it's about. It's about enjoying it. It's 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 about building momentum. The fans, everyone, and I think that's what's happened slowly but surely this season. And to get to, to be part of as a fan, um, the game on, at the weekend on Sunday is going to be really exciting. So I, I honestly can't wait. It was amazing, wasn't it, on Saturday? Like it, it's mad to think that this time last week we hadn't even played the first leg. Like it's it's been so fast, hasn't it? Such a turnaround. Because we did the show on Tuesday last week, didn't we? Yeah. After a bank holiday Monday, so I was very confused. Yeah, so that was Monday that <laughs> yeah. felt like Tuesday. That but it should have been a Wednesday, Wednesday yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I just said it was Thursday. That's how I've been working yeah. <laughs> since then. But, like, over the two games, that's fair play to Aldershot. They, I think that, I think they were one of the best sides. In the, they didn't deserve to be fifth, did they? I think they, they're the best team I've seen at Pretton Park. Over two games this season, like yeah, definitely, yeah. I hear good things about them in the, the, whole, the league game. Oh, they were I was, really impressive. I was in that disappointed one. in the first half. I was like, I thought the, the first half of the game was horrendous on on uh, Saturday, but maybe there was pints within my head. But I was I was disappointed. It was great for Tramie, I think, because they just kept launching the ball to to Matt Nolte, who won everything. Um, 
I couldn't stop saying Steve the whole thing. <laughs> like, but that's just like I was enjoying he doing it. He must love that. Oh man. yeah, it's, he'll become an icon because of that. Honestly, and it's, he did it, that it's slide amazing. tackle, didn't he? Oh where yeah, and it, that got everyone up. It was excited. like the whole ground. It was out on the Buller Road side, wasn't it, Johnny King? And yeah. you could see the ball, and the whole ground sort of went. He's going to slide this. <laughs> he doesn't need to, but he's good. It was one then, wasn't it? Where he could have just cleared it out, but he oh, just slid there, fella. Like snapped him in half, and it was like that could have bigger cheer than Cole Stockton's goal. I think it was amazing. Yeah, it was a good, it was a good tackle. He took his chance to, uh, <laughs> to smash the lad, but it was, um, it was as the game went on. I think everyone got nervous. I think that the crowd started to get nervous as well. Um, and that I know, and Mitchell know more that when you can feel it when the crowd starting to get nervous, and that was a big pressure game going into a three and a ups. There's a lot of pressure on you. Um, Mitchell know more about that, especially from this season. But I know you can feel it on the pitch, and I think they, they stood in and dug in strong. Um, how are you feeling, Mitch? Um, I've never really experienced anything like this, either playing or as a fan, really. Um, just the the atmosphere around the whole the whole club is is amazing. Like um, to be in and around it on Saturday. When the lads won, it was fantastic. Um, Prenton Park was was unbelievable, and then especially in the changes after the game, when all the lads are buzzing, uh, it was good to be there. But we knew that the job was only half done, and no one got really not no one got too excited. But enjoy yeah. it for what it is, yeah, you know, yeah. and that's what I know, I know Mickey, and I know what he'll be selling everyone, um, and that's what he'll be saying. Yeah, we've got to Wembley, but it doesn't mean anything if yeah. if we don't win. So. Yeah, I was just about to say, obviously the hard, is the excitement, does that quickly, when you come back in on, on Monday or Tuesday, that must quickly, like, get zapped out of you and you've got, to, like, it's, it, you've got to put it behind you, then it's straight back, heads down and ready for Sunday. Well, on, on Saturday after the game, the, the gaffer was was sure to tell us that, make sure you enjoy it, because it's not very often that you get the chance no. to play at Wembley, yeah. so he said, make sure you enjoy the fact that you've got to Wembley. And he said, we'll come in Tuesday after a two days off, which the lads need, both mm-hmm. physically and mentally. And when you come back in Tuesday, all the lads are ready to go again. The, the lads will be buzzing. They'll be excited. They'll be excited about playing for Wembley to start with. It doesn't matter um, what it is to play at Wembley. is like a massive, massive thing. Um, I never got to do it. Um, I'm lucky enough, this will be the fourth time I'm, I've watched Tramier at Wembley. Um, but just to, just for those players to know that they're going to be going and playing at Wembley is a massive thing. So they'll be excited. There'll be a lot of nerves because the nervous excitement will take over. But I know Mickey, I know I know Garno, I know uh, uh, Mike Jackson as well, and I know they'll they'll make sure that everyone's switched on that when the whistle goes, everyone's focused on getting getting us promotion. Mickey's been there, hasn't he? Before, I'm sure he's managed. Has he managed teams at Wembley? Don't think so. Not no, he's always gone up automatically. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, he's played there, hasn't he played for Burnley, I think, didn't he, in the 90s? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Well, he, was he with us? He wasn't with us in 2000, was he? Would sell, no, it was before no. he came back. Yeah. 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 But I think everything he said, like you put, I think you put the whole interview up on YouTube, didn't you, the whole one? Everything he said was just spot on. He's, like I think he said, like Mitch said, he told the players, and told the fans as well, he went, go out and enjoy tonight. Go and enjoy tonight. But he said, obviously, we'll get them back in on Monday and focus. Because he, like... It's right that you've got to enjoy moments like that, and you've just won a big semi-final. I think that's what I think people underestimate that you've got you've got to enjoy the good times. Yeah, you there's are, more. You? I was talking to Parky about this a while ago, a few weeks ago. I went to a, a, a thing, a forum thing, and um, he tells he tells the young lads enjoy the good times because there's there's more bad times than good yeah. times in football, 
and it, it it's true and it's so up and down that when these good times come you've got to enjoy it and that'll make it more worthwhile when we get through it i'm sure the team spirit at the moment's really good and everyone's buzzing and excited obviously there'll be disappointment for the lads yeah. who aren't involved but i know from from 2000 i was in around the first team squad then uh, i was i was so jealous it was like unbelievable but I was emotional as well just to be in and around it. And I think I travelled the next game after Wembley for the first time. It was away at Portsmouth. Yeah, it um, was a 2-1 win. Yeah, Steve Yates. It yeah. was, yeah. And I, that was the first time I, I travelled with the first team. So I was very close, but not close enough. But I've got, I've still got loads of memories because I was there doing the training for the build-up and, and all of it. And it was it was a massive, massive time for me. So you've mentioned it there. 2000, obviously, with the cup final. That was the only in memory. And <laughs> no, <I got> <laughs> in and around it. Yeah. What? So, like, the players this week are going to be, there's all going to be the media attention. I think I think that's what that, like that's what's new. Then? I think that week that that year had been slightly different because we were used to the media attention because we'd had the, the FA Cup runs and things like that. Yeah. We'd had a lot of a giant. You were the killer. giant killers we where we've been known. I think at that point there was all sorts of press all the time at the at the training ground at Baby. So. Everyone was pretty much used to it. That side of it wasn't. It was something they were used to. Obviously, the, the pressure of Wembley was a big deal, and and especially in a major cup final, was a massive deal as well. But I think the place was uh, just full of confidence, and everyone was excited, more than worried. Leicester, big club, obviously now they're even bigger, but they were a big club at the time. But I don't think anyone was too scared, especially with the giant killing we'd done. And I think we were going into it thinking, Do you know what? I think we've got a chance. And I remember that week how excited Ned was. He was just, he was, he was just bouncing man everywhere, and um, that's one of my memories how excited he was. But I think the younger lads, I think like Gareth Roberts, Gary Jones, all these sort of, all these Clint sorts of players. Young Clint then, was only he? young. Dave Challoner. Yeah, and we had a, we had a young squad was then. Young, and going he? to Wembley must have been a massive deal for them. But that that goes to show you about the you said about. You've got to enjoy the good times. Ned Kelly was what in his thirties, early thirties, yeah. then one of the most experienced international player. Definitely, well, and he was absolutely buzzing. I got I got told uh, a story like it was because um, the lads went down a couple of days before the rest of the squad that weren't really involved went down, and um, Ned the morning of Wembley woke up at like seven in the morning, was bouncing around the hotel singing Wembley, 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 <laughs> waking everyone up when everyone was meant to be getting extra rest. But that's how excited he was. He was that excited because this was his chance to play at Wembley and I don't think it, it disappointed many people really on the day and oh no go the whole on, of it was, that was. was amazing but I think it seemed like the whole of Birkenhead was there hopefully again this weekend they'll be there but just to, to go around because we all had to get dressed up smart and we were sat in there um, sat very close to, to where the match was going on and then after it they, they stayed down in London for the party in a hotel which was all set up and it was it was amazing to be around the squad that, that night and See how proud they were, but they came back gutted at first because we got so close and we yeah. we were we were we had nothing close. to lose in the way there wasn't it wasn't like well especially when we went down to ten men and oh. I think everyone thought right it's finished with but I think the fact that we scored I mean goosebumps just thinking of it it, now. it was yeah oh. I think when Ned scored I think that was that was it like I'll I'll never forget that moment it was just it was unbelievable for any fan that was there. And I think Scotty hit the bar, didn't he? Yeah, and we were very unlucky. And, and I think he, was, he had one disallowed for offside in the yeah, first half that was on. And I think um, the two goals we gave away were obviously disappointing because they were set pieces. So it was um, the day itself was amazing. And Heskey was offside for the foul. Not that I'm still bitter about it. Well, 17 not at years all. later, that's a that's a very precise detail. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think for everyone to just be part of that day as a club itself was was amazing. They were special times for Tramia. Yeah, but they were, weren't they? Like, I think not in a weird way, but. 
not that I took it for granted at the time, but like, because my first game was um, Wembley 90 v Bristol Rovers. So I came into it right in the middle of Kingy's trip to the moon. And then I only knew it was a championship side. Yeah. So I was not used to League Cup finals, but used to being a good side, you yeah, know, held yeah. our own. And we'd constantly, you know, turn over Derby, Birmingham Wolves. We'd be beating them 5 0 at Big home clubs, yeah, on was, Tuesday. Yeah. yeah, and it'd be oh, great. And then the downturn, when we went down, it was so I found I went through Liverpool Trammy stuff the other day and I found like newspaper cuttings that my mum's kept and like found me programmes from Wembley nineteen ninety Wales the Cup final and stuff like that. And and I found that the infamous the fight back starts now programme from it's the Dave when Watson, we yeah. yeah, when we went down to the League yeah. One and like I'm still waiting. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> now the fight back has started, hasn't it? It will be a seventeen years later. I but think it's momentum again though, isn't it? it? Is. I think I think we were on down spot. It didn't work with Dave Watson. Like I I he gave me my debut, so I'm, I've got nothing but thanks for him. It just didn't work. What he was trying to do, it didn't work. He brought in a fitness coach for, at that time, was a big deal. I think everyone was looking at it like some of the older players were thinking, what is going yeah. on, sort of thing. Um, he wanted to play a different style, and it just cl- it, it just never worked. For whatever reason, it didn't work. Um, and it was that was the time when things slowly started edging away. But as I say, looking at, looking at the Wembley stories, I went to the, the Bristol Rovers game. I've, I've been to... When I was young, I think we played in the playoff final one week. Yeah, we w- beat Bristol Rovers the, the week before, then lost yeah. to Notts County the week after. Then the following year, we lost to Birmingham in the Leyland Daff. Yeah, and beat Bolton. The, well, we, we did, did it in reverse. I did the win in Leyland Daff, went to that. I didn't do the Notts County one. I did the losing the Leyland Daff. And then we stayed down in London for the week because my dad had some friends. It was me, my dad, and my brother. And I went down to the playoff win. So I've had some great experiences oh. there as a fan as well. And big memories for me I think this is the first time you've been to the new Wembley um, no I went to watch Al Navarro play there for MK Dons believe it or not was that, tr- was was went down was that the football league trophy yeah, yeah it was yeah. a football league trophy so yeah it's the second time second time for me at the new Wembley most important time though. oh of course it is <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait the train, train journey down is the exciting part <laughs> <laughs> shall we go back I want to talk about sort of memories and stuff and mm-hmm. like we're old enough to remember 91. Yeah. Chris Malkin's goal. Uh, Amazing. I was I sta- watching I it started on, writing on a, before. Yeah, yeah. I've started writing a blog about like memories of like early 90s compared to now. Yeah. That that moment, I remember just going absolutely mental. It I was. It's it's well I I can't believe it. Like I'm on it. I'm on a WhatsApp group of former players. Um and all the names are on there. And Let's for me, hope that group doesn't get hacked. Honestly, for, for, <laughs> for me to be on there is like, oh my God, oh. I'm on here with my well, heroes. What sort of players are in there if you Johnny don't mind? Morrissey, oh Marcus, my God. a lot of them like full on heroes for me. So like everyone has conversations on there and like it's just, I'm like watching. I, Mickey put a, a thing on, on on their Saturday night, which I was like, oh my, I was like half cut by this time. <laughs> I started to get emotional, believe it or not, because it was like we're, we're starting to get the club where every, every ex-player on here has got oh. memories of Tramia. It's 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 meant something to every one of us, and we've all took it away. So now's the time we start building. We want all the ex-players there. We want everyone to be a part of it, and it means everything that so many ex-players went there the other day. And I think it did. There was a lot of ex-players there. And um, it made me a bit emotional because it was like, it's our club, it's everyone's club and we're starting to build it again. And I was like, if we can just take a screenshot that and get that out there so everyone meets. Is that Mickey Mellon sent that to the ex-players? And it was, it, it was like, everyone was like, but the amount of ex-players on there, like commenting, and some of them won't even know Mickey, but every ex-player's got something about them which they love about Strammy. I don't know what it is, but there's something there. So 
there's going to be more memories. This is this. Hopefully, this is just the start of it. And I think for the newer fans, the newer era of fans, this is a massive thing because I think there's been a big push in the community. And I think this is what was needed for it to, to get the new era of fans in. That's absolutely amazing, isn't it? Let's just say that for a start. But like, it just shows that we've always said, you know, when players come here, there's a lot of players, and especially as we've gone League One, League Two, not journeymen pros for want of a better term, but players, you know, well, they get through a lot of clubs. Yeah. yeah. But then there's something about this club, the players come here, and even if they're only here for a year or two years, it sticks with them. There's something about this club, isn't it? And like, they just feel an affinity to the club. Because all we ask of a player is you put everything you've, everything got. you've got. You might not yeah. be the most skillful player, or, you know, but like, don't look at me when you. Why are you laughing? It's all about that, isn't it? It's oh, just yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. I was there for you. You remember you scored an absolute cracking goal at Northampton away. Yeah, just keep saying it because I need yeah. built up a bit. Of yeah, you. four nil was a four nil <laughs> yeah, win. It was Ryan Taylor scored a couple of oh, goals. And, and Howarth scored it two was. great goals. Just yeah, but the club, Christmas. the club does grab the grab the players. It Even does, some of the it? ones that haven't been here long, they, they want to stay, and it does. I, no one can understand why, but it makes a massive difference. And I think for some of the most famous ex-players, when they're still involved, for, for Mitch to see them coming to games and stuff like that, I was telling Paul and in the back of the cop on Saturday, quiet as a mouse, Jason Kumas was there with with some of his friends. And Jace isn't like that. Like I know Jace well, but he's he's not like that. And he, he doesn't he, he doesn't want the attention of no, um, at the family game. The but to see him in the back of the cop, he either pays that himself and. I just think that that's amazing that he was there to watch Tramia do well. So I, like that deserves a mention. Every ex-player deserves a mention who was there and wants to be a part of it. And it's just exciting times. But going back to I remember Ned bouncing around the hotel. Obviously, his adrenaline was when he scored at Wembley. And when everyone was over the initial, like we lost, everyone was celebrating. It was amazing. But Ned went man, snipped every every person's tie in the whole place. And I don't know why, <laughs> but he was cutting the uh, Peter Johnson's tie and all sorts, just running man, cutting people's ties and. That's just Ned, though. He was so excited. It was, it was like, it was a great night for me. I just sat back and was like, "Wow, this is amazing!" <laughs> but I remember the morning, everyone, and I was like, Aldo was like scary. Do you know what I mean? He was, he was scary. And I got up in the morning and I met one of the other lads that went, and we, we were thinking about breakfast, and all the players were in there, and I said. We can't have a full English breakfast here because Aldo will find <laughs> us. And I was worried about it. So I sat there with fruit and everything. And then everyone's walking past with big fryers. And I'm thinking, what an idiot <laughs> I am. But I was so scared of getting fined for my weight. It was like scary. But it was a great couple of days. And then they obviously did the town hall. Oh, that was amazing. On Monday, was wasn't it? So it was something that was celebrated. Even though they lost, I think, how they, how they went down losing was a massive thing. The fact that you celebrated it is a big thing. Because that's what we, we... Obviously, it was terrible losing. Well, I'll never forget when the players went up to get the losers' medal. I swear, some of the Leicester fans had already because they'd won the cup twice, yeah. hadn't they? Before, like '97 and I think '99. Yeah. And I, I remember looking, going, some of their fans. There was gaps in their fans, and every, our fans were still all there, and we were, st- yeah, we were there, and like it was, it was one of them where it was like, do they appreciate what you know, their clubs just won a cup? We, we're so happy just to have been here and lost. Hero- it was heroic, wasn't it? Typical Tramia, a heroic loss. <laughs> But it just, it's amazing here. And it wasn't, didn't Eric Nixon take a video of the whole week? He did, yeah. Right, where's some, some of it yeah. <laughs> could, have, could, have been, could have been quite dangerous, but he filmed everything, the training and all on the coach and everything. And like, I remember watching it out because I, I never got to go to it and see those bits, but it, it was amazing. I was talking to uh, Michael Black before. Oh. He was he was on the bench. He's a taxi driver in London now. So I was like, <laughs> Any chance of meeting us outside Houston so he can take us? So <laughs> I'm hoping he'll come down. But he was sub, he was on the bench that day. Mm. Um, but 
as I say, there's so many, like that era of like when they went up against Bolton, when uh, Chris scored the winning goal. I mean, those players, it was just like a normal thing to go to Wembley. It was like, yeah, we're going to Wembley. It was our fifth that. time in yeah. like four years. Fifth time in three years. Yeah. yeah. It was. Unbelievable. Can I get? It's my phone. <laughs> I thought <laughs> the chairs were going together. Paul's, last Paul's week. paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it was. You kind of get. I, I, we're lucky enough to be in that area where we're coming through and like, I started supporting I went to my first game 87 yours was the Exeter game wasn't it Exeter same game, as my yeah. next year's wow, first yeah. ever game four of my first eight Tramway games were at Wembley okay, oh, going well, to Wembley again it uh, is though that's what, that's what well, it was to like to say like what, what, you said, like what Mickey was saying there saying that we're getting the fans are proud to be back the players are coming back here's a little story about my mate Nick he went to his first game with Exeter he went to Woodchurch Road Primary and in the week before the game he was six or seven Johnny King and Garner, Garner must have been an 87, yeah. young lad then, came in to the classroom. They went around every single classroom, not an assembly classroom, and said, um, you know, we're from Tramia, we're, we're a club. We've got a really big game on Friday, which is really important. We really need as many of you to come Good. as possible. And he said he went home. He made that much of an impact on him, Kingy and Garner. He went home to his mum and said, I, I, I need to go to this game on Friday. And his mum took him. And that was it. And his mum was not a football fan by any means, but took him and that was what started All that communi- community stuff so important. It's so it's that's huge, where it starts. It? And I, I think that's been... By, and I, the problem is because there's so many... The loan market now, there's so many players that are coming in out that you don't get a chance to enjoy a club. Like Mitch has been on loan. I, I've been on loan to a couple of clubs when I was playing. And there's no real affinity and it's hard to get that affinity unless the loan goes amazing you score and you're a hero and then obviously you're going to get affinity. But it's hard to keep that community going. So the loan market's very important for getting the right players in. But on the the downside, you don't get that connection. You don't get the connection. I remember when I was going up, the the players used to play cricket in Birkenhead Park pre-season and... I remember robbing a bit of, well, Nico told me to rob when I was a little fan. <laughs> Bob, so, Bob a bit of Mark Hughes' pint, I think. And um, I was like half thinking about it. And I think he looked at me as if to say, don't you dare. And I never, <laughs> but I remember that. And it was always that connection. And after games, players would stay behind and you'd be able to have conversations with the players. There was l- and you could run on the pitch. I remember you, like after like they'd finished warming up, They'd let kids run on yeah. and like get an autograph or at the end of the game run on get the, I always get the tie ups. Yeah, there was the tie ups. But I, I know times change and it's health and safety and all I got I understand all that, but I think what they're trying to do here is build a connection with the fans again and I think that's that's reaping the benefits now. And it I is, think and I think important. we've got for the first time in a long time, we've got a group of players here who have got an affinity with the club and the mm-hmm. fans and the fans like them as well. You've got like McNulty, Norwood. Like, Norwood was, as I was leaving the ground, I stayed for a pint to celebrate, obviously, on Saturday, and he was coming out the players' entrance. And there was just a massive group of people waiting for yeah, photos yeah. with him. Kid, families with kids, fellas from Norway. Yeah. Me and uh, me mate got one, and I said, Is Jake Keogh still annoyed about words with friends? And he went, Don't get me started on him. <laughs> so we'll talk about that later. But it was just that thing of people were asking, you know, like, these kids were looking at him like he was their hero. This, they this, were like, These games at the moment and this Wembley visit will give. The impetus that was needed. It's all right in in the league football when some of the games are so boring and yeah. it's hard. But this will give everyone the impetus saying, I want to go back to Tramley. Remember the, the atmosphere? It was amazing. This is a memory that they'll keep forever. We've all talked about our memories of Wembley. And it's something they'll keep forever. And it, it, it's exciting times for Tramley. I just hope my train journey's not ruined on the way back on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But the build up to it's excellent. It's great to be a part of it all. It's great to see the excitement. It's great to see on Twitter all the fans saying, "I've got my tickets. I've got this. I've got that." And we'll meet up at this pub and that pub. And it's it's exciting for that. You can feel it in the area. It's really exciting, and the players players will feel it as well. Yeah, they're not immune to it. It's it's a massive deal. It's infectious, so, isn't it? Of course, it is. The whole the whole Birkenhead's buzzing, isn't it? Yeah. In a weird way, but like for the young players like Mitch, like the other ones coming through, to see what this is, and yet we're in a lower league, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't make any difference. They'll no. see that and they'll think, "Do you know what? I'm jealous. I want a bit of that. I want to be part of this." Mitch is probably gutted that he's not going to be involved, and you will be gutted, and you can see it in your face. But the way you the way you're talking about it, it's great to be a part of it. it is, but you want that now, and that's yeah. going to drive you on for the next few. It'll drive all the young kids on for the next few years. To, success to breeds success, doesn't it? it? Does, and it doesn't matter what league you're in. If you're winning games, you are happy. It doesn't matter, and you keep going, and it's a snowball effect. And hopefully, we can carry on going and keep pushing it. Like all started with the program of the year awards last week. I did. I did think that I, I Paul was going to mention Kames, it. Yeah. Yes, program of the year. So what are the programs we for that? By the way, I'd like to. I'd like to inspect this. I'll, I'll show you the award later. Can I take it home with me? No. Oh, I'll, I'm not going to say it's mine. I'm just going to have it on my trophy cabinet, which is looking a bit bare at the minute. Yeah. After the 70 goals a season that you scored as a 12-year-old. did find that trophy the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Playing against Ali Curry. That, well, no, he wasn't in my league. I was Wallasey League. He was Eastern. Oh, I was Eastern League as well. You played so. for Shaw Village? Shaw yeah, Village, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the, the infamous Shaw Villa. I've got a, t- a testimonial for them, I think. Played for two year groups, above and below. I used to go from the above game for the last half an hour for the below did game. Did you play for the Gaffers team? I did play for oh, the Gaffers team. Because yeah. I, I was playing for the year above then, you see. And then he used to, he got me to sign a form, obviously, because if they were struggling, then I used to be able to score goals when I was younger. <laughs> Don't laugh so loud. But um, even in the reserves and youth team, I used to be able to score goals. I had to barrier once I got in the first team. But anyway, let's not go over that. But yeah, he used to, he used to get me to get taken off if we were in them for the older team and then go and jump on for the younger team. So technically all those titles that that Shoville team won should be rescinded because I'm sure that is against Eastern <laughs> it, it wasn't back then, it was all allowed. <laughs> the gaffer the gaff was having a way with the... Uh, that, that was, like, if you're around, I, obviously I was playing a few years younger, but that Shoville side, Dougie Cuddy in midfield, Alexei up front was infamous on the whittle for people then. It was infamous, <laughs> I'm telling you. Making me that must emotional. be a proud moment. It is a proud moment. The black and white stripes. <laughs> we were talking about right? Wembley and Trammy, but it was a massive moment. <laughs> <laughs> so players back then, 2000. Oh, the Shaw Villa team or the Trammy team? Trammy <laughs> team. Who, who were the kind of the, the you've obviously mentioned Ned Kelly. Yeah. Who were the big characters in that in that sort Nihemi, of I was gonna say Nikemi was Nihemi was a um, big character. I still speak to him now, he's a scout for Brighton. Um big character. There was there was a few to be fair, because that's how Aldo did it. There was a lot of there was a lot of fighting spirit in the dressing room because Aldo wouldn't have it any other way. Quite so literally. It, well, <laughs> I've seen things that I shouldn't have seen, but yeah, <laughs> there was a lot. There was a lot of fighting spirit, and there was times when things were thrown and smashed up and all sorts. But it was all behind closed doors, and it used to be a way to to try and wind everyone up. And there were some amazing times, like just to to be around those times and around the dressing room for for some of those giant killings were was amazing. Um, Southampton being a major one oh. when, we, when we came back against them, but there's a story behind that that we on the on I don't know whether I should be saying this, but I will say <laughs> after after the game we were given two days off, and then the first day back in we were made to run man the pitch about 200 times until people were sick and carry on going. And some of the older players were like, "What's that all about? You know what I mean? We've just come back greatest cup cup comeback ever." And I'll just said, "We you were rubbish in the first half. You're three 0 down, so get over it." 
and that that was it like and everyone was like wow <laughs> this is what it, that was the sort of spirit they had it was it was very hard work but it worked and the, the fighting of spirit obviously got us through and got us to a, a major cup final and it, we, we were very unlucky on the day so there was a lot of big characters around there, but I think Ned was Ned was the, definitely the biggest. He was the driving mm-hmm. force, and I recognised that even more when he came back as assistant manager. Of course, and he was for me, he was unbelievable. He was that like we had Chief then as well, but he was cup tied, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was, he and he, like he was another massive, round. massive character, Chief, because he was he was there in the stand, and we had some big, big players then, some big players who have had big careers, and um, it it was good times. Like to be around those players was was unbelievable, but. Ned was a massive driving force for for everything. And um You mentioned w- about the kind of being around that sort of successful team and you mentioned that like this is gonna drive Mitch on mm-hmm. in the next like couple of years. Is that that really kind of hit home that I wanna be a part of this, I wanna make that first team, I wanna Definitely because you gutted you, you watch it, you watch it. Like I was watching a game on, on Saturday morning, I was gutted because like I'm old and I was thinking, do you know what? and you start you thinking miss and you miss you do miss it and especially in atmosphere like you want to be part of that they're the games you want to play and I, I was I was unlucky enough not to play in playoffs with Tramia I think we finished on 80 points without getting oh. the playoffs one year and we had a great team and we had momentum and I think if we'd have gotten the playoffs that year we'd have gone up because we had some good players and the momentum was there and we built it and we were just very unlucky. So I was unlucky. And then the season after I left, we got to the playoffs against Hartlepool. You came now. I, I went to Hartlepool away. You were in away. the social club, I was yeah, in the social as a club. fan. I think a few sang my name as well. Which <laughs> was emo- I think I went to the toilet and had a little cry because <laughs> I was so emotional. But I went there and it, I felt gutted, even more gutted then because I wasn't able to play in those massive, huge games. And um, that, that was the unlucky thing for me. But now for the young lads coming through, because we've got a bit of momentum and I think Tramia are on the up as a club. They're definitely on the up. So th- those big games aren't far out of sight for these young lads coming through, and even the ones in the academy now will be looking, thinking, "Do you know what? I can do that in a few years." And why can't they? Definitely, why can't they? Because there's some good kids around, especially this area. It's a hotbed for it, so they've got to believe they can get there. It's just even from a fan point of view. If, if you're a young lad, you know, five, six, seven, eight in, in primary school, and you've come to not even just Saturday, the last couple of months here. Mm-hmm. You can't help but be like this is because you you're just not going to a you're not going to get a chance to go and watch Everton Liverpool are you? No. And b as much as they like to go on the atmosphere here, especially on Saturday, you won't get that anywhere else. No, like, that intimacy of how close you are to the pitch, how much the passion at this level is just unbelievable. And like your fans, that's how you get, you get hooked. Like we've also we all got hooked as kids, yeah. And you get hooked, but it's normally one game, isn't it? Or just like one thing happens, yeah, one experience, isn't it? And that and you go, that's it, that's you for life. A life sentence, <laughs> as I like to look at it. Like some people, it's been a life of misery recently, but we're all right. We're on yeah, the we've got Let's parole at the, the minute, haven't we? Yeah. Hopefully, we get a, a Hopefully, our parole is granted on Sunday. It will be. It's something to be excited about. Are we all right to keep you for a little bit longer? Yeah, you've got another few minutes, and then I've got a babysitting. <laughs> so. Right. Um, if you want to ask any questions, we've got Alex and, and Mitch here. Um, you can send your comments in on the Mixlr chat box. Yeah. If you want to send us any messages that we'll read out, any questions you've got or, or you want to ask. Um, we've had a few people saying they, they want to see the message off Mickey. Oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> no, that, that would be going again. You can't confidentiality. You can't screenshot, can you? You can't <laughs> screenshot a group chat. It's no, against no, all rules of WhatsApp. I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> It I was think, emotional. I think the fact you just say. revealed it like it's enough, isn't it? Like it's unbelievable. It, it was, it was a, an amazing message. Right, so looking forward to kind of Sunday, Mitch, you must, well, you, you're you the, the eyes in the camp 
for us. So, um, what's it been like this last few days in training and stuff? Um, well, after after last week, after last Wednesday, after we won three 0 away, I rolled the shot. Everyone was off excited for for Wembley because we were three 0 up, but obviously we still had our mindset on it's not over yet. And then everyone was just I wouldn't say nervous for Saturday, but we knew that all the what all the shot can do, and if anyone's gonna turn over a three 0 defeat then it's all the shockers they're a very good side and they showed that when they come to Preton Park in the league but I think after the game well yeah after the game when we drew two all then everyone's just the, the lads that are playing now they haven't for the past few years haven't experienced like joy like this because obviously we've been relegated twice and then didn't get promoted last season and I think all that like all the emotions kind yeah. of built up and just went into one game yeah. one like party really after the after the game and then come back in Tuesday um, everyone's just buzzing over can I get tickets for this can I get tickets for that and that, that's just yeah, part, that's part of it um, everyone's just buzzing really that's all, that's all I can say we had a message earlier on and someone asked if we can talk about it and it clicked then when you said to me, it's not over. And I want to ask you two, because mm -hmm. obviously you two know how it feels. For me, the point where, watching from the stands, the point, obviously we were 2-1 down. And the point where I felt like, wow, we're actually going to do this. That Scott Davis save with like 15 minutes left. I said it, so that was the moment. That As a player, like you're, when you're on the pitch there, and you're like there's 15 minutes left, you're hanging on for something and your keeper pulls off a save like that. Surely on the pitch, that's got to give you like a massive. They'd boost. have had. I, I I just know they they'd have all got a massive shot of adrenaline at that point, and it would have been oh my god that that saves just, just probably just saved us. Really. Oh yeah, just better than the goal. Really, it was yeah. honestly because if they'd have scored, then momentum. You've got 10, the nerves, the noise, and the stand. It was a momentum shift, it, it, and you it felt, felt it, it in yeah. the ground. Like the whole the ground celebrated it like it was a goal. It was. It right. was as good as a goal. It was. Oh. Like Mitch just said it was as good as a goal, and like that should have been celebrated like a goal. And I think the, the way people are talking about it. Is saying that so everyone recognised it is that was a massive moment, yeah. a huge well, moment. They didn't, I don't think they really threatened after that again. No, they didn't because that no. would have sucked. Well, I, that I was their moment. A, a very short career, but one thing that I've heard plenty of times is in your good period, you've got to score, and in your bad yeah. period, try not to score. And yeah. in that period, after they scored their second goal, they were hammering us, hammering us, and we done unbelievably well not to concede. Yeah. And then after that 15, 20 minutes, and you think, we haven't conceded them, we've been absolutely battered. And they're thinking, how have we not scored? Exactly. We've battered and them. just mentally, it's good. They'd have been drained. They were yeah. drained and after that. It was like just the last 10 yeah. minutes was not, wasn't nice, but they yeah. didn't put us up anywhere near no. as much pressure. But that's, that says a lot on by what's going on the pitch there, because at those moments, especially the young lads would have been looking to the older players needing them and they would have been talking them through it everyone stick together we're staying together you, you might be an attacker but you're sitting in for five minutes getting here now you're not moving and those those times is when the, the, i remember times on the pitch where i was playing out of position i was playing left wing until i got used to it and i'd like look to the person behind me it was either shane nicholson or gareth roberts and i'd be like talk to me tell me tell me where to go and they'd talk me through the game positionally they'd talk me through the game and that moment then, I, I assure you, the likes of uh, Norwood um, would have been told, get in here now, do not go for it. I think one point, I think James Norwood lost his man. He'd gone in behind, the full-back gone in behind. And, the butt, yeah. Yeah. and I saw there was about four of them screaming at him, having a go at him, because that would have been the moment that the... Uh, 
the more experienced players would have switched onto that. Like that is your man. Yeah. You do not let him move. And, and it was, yeah. but that, but that, that, that's where you need the experienced yeah. players to get you through you it, look, and they'll, they'll win you that game. If you look at the players you've got in Scott Davis, Maka, uh, Jeff Hughes, yeah, Mangi, yeah, they've all been there, of course, in playoffs, yeah, and especially the Gaffer, he's he's got promoted from this league before, so these big games, we've got players that know what it takes, and it worked. It, that like that was that was a massive moment. So. Not only to have it, then as much as it was a boost from us, I think you've probably both had it the other way where. Like Scott Rendell there, he's got he's that left his head and he saw gold. Goal. Yeah. And then when Scott Davis has got his fingers, you, you, you know, you've got to be thinking, what have I got to do to score here? Yeah. Oh, they, that's what they'd have been sucked. Everything would have been sucked out of them. Wind out of them yeah, when, definitely. Like, when you see that, that save, he's yeah. thinking, oh my God, like, yeah, what have we got to do? Definitely. So, how much of the game is mental? Professional game? I reckon 90%. I, I honestly, after my time as being a player and everything I've done since, I realise now as a player I wasn't mentally strong enough um, for whatever reason I went on the pitch I was nervous I was more concentrating on not making a mistake as than opposed to standing a out. But yeah, whereas when you're playing naturally with your mates or I was in the youth team these years I'd score goals because I'd take a chance and it'd be like if I miss I don't care yeah. but when I was on the pitch for the first team I used to be constantly thinking just keep the ball hold it in don't give it away whereas if you take that bisque then obviously you'll do better. Do you think maybe being a fan of the club when you're a trammy might have had an effect? Yeah, definitely. Too I much pressure. On I, your do, I do. I do think it made an effect, but it, it boils down. All it boils down to, I wasn't strong enough mentally. I didn't have it in my head to, or didn't. I didn't have the people around me to talk to. I mean, now there's a lot of sports psychologists around now, but I honestly believe in all that. That if you're positive in yourself, you can up your performance so much. If you're going on the pitch not nervous, not worried, and I was always, I was never a permanent in the team. I think. I'd, eight starts in a row was my biggest was my biggest one like against. Well, you played that position on the wing as well. Well, I was, and then I got used to it, and I didn't do too bad on the wing. But I think I was never a permanent, so I, always, I was always expecting to get dropped. So every game, every mistake I made, I'm thinking I'm off the team now. And that was during the game. I'd have these thoughts, and that shouldn't be happening in a game. But it's all about your mental strength now. These lot going into it look like they're all confident. Like Norwood is full of like <laughs> full of confidence in himself, oh, and Naka and Cole, Andy especially Mack. because he's scoring goals now. But that's the important thing. Like there's, there's a thin line between being overconfident and being cocky and things like that. But you need self confidence. I used to look at Jason Kumas and he'd be like, I've had conversations with him in the middle of a game. And he's like, Watch this now. <laughs> and he'd like get the ball and then bim one and it'd be like how can you do how how can you actually physically do that and then five minutes later it'd be like oh yeah what are we doing tomorrow or whatever and it's that in the middle of a game in the middle of a game and it was that like that because he was he so was relaxed just playing the game man, yeah. he was just so relaxed playing the game and he had that natural time but he had that belief in himself that he could just turn it off and on whenever he wanted and the mental side of it is going to be important um on on sunday it's going to be very important but we've got the bonus for us is we've got players who've been through it who've won these these big games and yeah. I played there before and that's going to be a huge thing on it's about it'll be about staying calm even if we go one nil down so what just relax go into the game and that's where it's going to be important it's going to be more important for the experienced players like you say you've got that spine you've got Scotty Davis Maka mm-hmm. Jeff Hughes there that's just three they're gonna they know the score don't they like you say they've yeah. been there they've done it and you've got other like rides as a so professional, it's been unbelievable. I thought he was outstanding. He's been outstanding, hasn't yeah. he? And like, yeah. there's just solid players all over that. Bucko, yeah, he's only been here six months. Oh, yeah, but like, he's, he's a done great. He's a footballer, isn't he? And it's just you can that see just, that just comes from the the management side, though. Like, doesn't matter whether you've been here for two years or for six months. Like you're you say, part of the. You are part of the team, and you yeah. you want to do well. You want to win. You want to get promoted, and 
if you look at how, how past scenes have gone, um, Tramier were always losing big games, always. Yeah. They would always, <laughs> always get upset by them, but now, like before the playoffs, people would think, oh, Tramier again, they're going to bottle it. This time last yeah. week, we yeah. were yeah. all probably yeah. going, yeah. what are we going to do? It's a mental strength. Yeah. So it is. And that's better, that comes from the management, it'll be, it'll be drilled into them, drilled into them. If they lose, okay, get over it, let's move on to the next one. And yeah, I think if you go, go they've down. always recovered, they've, they've recovered from bad times and, and carried on, so... Like it's nice. It's nice. I, I, Mickey was captain when I was playing, so it's nice to see how the club's changed this year for me. Um, I've spoke to him a couple of times personally, and he couldn't be more excited. And he was buzzing to get the job, absolutely buzzing. And that's that's nice for me personally to see because uh, you want the managers to be this passionate about what's yeah. going on. So to drop two divisions good. like he did shows that he, he wanted the job. It wasn't like a lot. But of he, managers he saw like he saw something in it that he, he knew yeah, he could he do because he wouldn't have took the job yeah. if 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 he didn't think he could change it, and he did change it. And he shifted the momentum, and now we're looking at a Wembley playoff final. Yeah. How, how how sort of important is that as a? So you obviously know Mickey quite well. Yeah. How, how how important is sort of his character and mental strength in in taking the club forward? You reckon? Well, huge. And I, I listen to his interviews, and his interviews are absolutely amazing. They're like they're, they're brilliant because he's got some comedy in there. But you can see he's very stern in what he does, and um, he knows what he wants. And I presume that's what he's like on the training ground. He'll expect everyone to do what he asks. But as well as that, he'll I'm sure he'll have a good time. He used to like a good laugh when when he was a player. But he'll there'll be a time to work and there'll be a time to to yeah, laugh. He, he does make sure everyone knows yeah. exactly what they need to do on the pitch, and that's just the sort of manager. He you is. say him and Jacko is a perfect combination. Like they work so well together that they complement. Like obviously, you said Jacko. If you, <laughs> Jacko can be quite a forceful individual when need be, but um, that's what you need. You know, yeah, he's just. Um, I've only been coached by him this season and every day in training he's just so obsessed with getting better and better and I've never seen a coach who works so much uh, with individuals after training everyone else has gone in he's stay out for another half an hour and do more with the strikers and stuff but that's what you need when Jack obviously Mickey came two weeks before Jacko and I remember in one of Mickey's interviews someone said to him like, what, what does Mike Jackson bring with you and he said, well, he's got our last four years of training every day <laughs> in a <Yeah>. file somewhere. <laughs> Which I suppose, again, like I said, it sums up like his obsession with, he, he will, he'll write everything down, he'll record it. He wants to know exactly yeah. what like what's worked, what's hasn't, who, who's progressed, what's, you know, the, the good and the bad and what to do again. Well, they're a team, thing. I think, and it's, it's made out that, that that staff is a team. So it's all the staff here, because I've spoken to Lee Jones, spoken to Parky, spoken to Garno. And it seems like they're all together, they are a team, and it's no one's bigger than anyone else. Everyone's a team, and that's the way it should always be. Like unlucky enough, when I was here as chief scout, everything was like up in the air, and it was like a bad time. I came in at a really bad time. It was hard, but to see what's going on now is like brilliant because everyone is just a small cog, but no one thinks they're bigger than anyone else, and everyone's working together. And that goes for the even background staff. It's like everyone's working to the same thing, and that's it. Feels like a whole team now, and that's that's the exciting thing for me as a fan, as an ex-player, as, a, as like someone that loves Tramia. It's a massive thing. Everyone's working together, aren't they? Yeah, They've yeah. got one goal to make this club better and take it as far as they can, not try and undermine someone else to try and no, take no. the job or anything like that. And like that's the way it should be and that's the way it's got to be done and I think that's what they've grabbed hold of this year and obviously it's working well. We've um, got some questions. Okay, as long as we're quick. Yep. 
Your top 3,000... Tra- no. Um, oh, my God. How fa- someone, I think it was Holmesy 96, said, how far do you think Mickey can take the club? I think momentum is a huge thing in football. I don't think the leap up into the next league is huge. Um, I've seen both leagues quite a lot, and I don't think it's huge at all. I think the league we're in is a lot harder league to get out of than, than the other one above. Um, so up down there yeah, as well. So. And I think I think this one is is the hardest one. I think if we can get out of this one, the club everyone will be scared of Tramia because of the club they are. Um, so I think uh, momentum's yeah. a huge thing, and you've seen it happen before. Clubs go up and up. So this is the harder league in a lot of senses. Obviously, it's a league above, but I think this is the harder league in a lot of senses. So I wouldn't I wouldn't put anything on that. I think they can they can go places as long as they keep working together. Well, you look at Portsmouth won the league with was it eighty six points. They were top for one day. Yeah, t- this first the time they've been top all season. And I think <laughs> someone t- f- who finished seventh with seventy one points got you in the playoffs. Yeah. Seventy one points and eighty six won the league. It's just. If you look yes. at most most recently, Bristol got promoted. Was it back to back? Yeah, yeah, I think it was. They, yeah. went, so they, they did playoffs and then um, momentum continued. Yeah. yeah, a lot of teams have done that in the past, haven't they? They've gone up from the conference and gone straight into League One. Exeter did it as well a few years ago. Yo, I don't think well. I don't think the jumps that big to be honest. No, it's I, not. I really don't. And I think a club like Tramley, I think the conference is a funny league. Like I know because like filed the going up, so we've looked at it and I think it's in very defined two halves. The bottom half yeah. isn't great. The top half, there's some big clubs, and they could go in the next league and do well enough as it is. So, I think I think going up is the important thing. Once yeah. we're up, I think we'll be all right. It's a bit like the Premier League, where you've got like a top seven or eight. Who you know, you've got like a top six. Then you've got like Everton, who seems to be in this own little group, <laughs> like ten points either side of each other. And then it, like there's like six I or seven. Get Everton, thank you. I like Everton. Yeah. There's like six or seven big sides always in the conference, isn't there? Yeah. And then you've got like the bottom half who are all trying to stay up, and then you've got a couple of teams. You got, like a team will have a good season one year and then a bad season the next. Braintree got relegated this season yeah. and we're in the playoffs. Finished, I think they finished third last year, didn't they? Because they did, yeah, I mean, it is. Right, I'm going to have to vanish. I'm sorry, but thank you very much for inviting me. No, um, it's been. Oh, it's been a pleasure. It yeah, has, and I'm, I'm as excited as anyone about Sunday, and I'll Roll see Sunday. anyone that sees me in a mess just come and say hello. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, we'll have Is it the awards next? Is it next Wednesday? We're next doing our Wednesday, awards yeah. ceremony. Well, good luck, everyone. I'll see you later. Yeah, cheers, Alex. Hey, thanks very much. Pleasure. Cheers. Let's pass the mic over. Excuse Big me. thank you to oh. <laughs> <laughs> happens every week. Big thank you to Alex for coming down. He's obviously um, very busy and stuff, and um, we, we forgot to congratulate him on his promotion. Oh yeah, so we filed. I'm sure we don't want to see him next season. No, hopefully we don't see him next season. <laughs> but, um, no, a big achievement there. I know they've got a lot of money, but you still got to, you know you've got to perform on the pitch. Haven't uh, you? Chal- Charlie Forest and Green and Rovers, of course, yeah, Charlie. Well. So uh, where yeah. you Kudos to uh, Kudos to Files. Well done to them. So right, we are forty-six minutes in. Thank you very much for tuning in. Good listener figures again. Yeah, we could go Hope a little bit over. Can't to we? BBC miss. Radio Merseyside. Huh? Why would he yeah. listen to that? No, I don't know. Folk why. time, isn't it? At this hour. Yes. <laughs> Apparently, they're milking some Wembley appearance, but um, we're in. Anyway. We're here week in, week out. Week in, week out, and we've got Mister Mitch Duggan um, joining us. So we're uh, yeah, we're going to have a little bit of fun now with with Mitch. Um, should we do the ad break now and then um, I haven't got a, a lot of adverts. Oh, so only the 15 minutes this week? Just the 15 minutes, yeah. Yeah, let's do um, let's do uh, time for Paul Harper's ad break. Right. Um, not got much to tell you this week, to be honest. So we're live, as always. Uh, still tickets available. Madness. 
Um, who's on the Saturday? <coughs> Libertines. Reverend yeah. and the Makers. Reverend and the Makers. The Coral. Um, that's the one I'm going to the Saturday. And then Sunday, Little Mix, Ronnie and Connor Maynard. Someone else has just been announced today on that one, Little Mix. Oh, some like, MC, someone. Yeah, check out the, uh, the We were live, yeah. <laughs> At Wirral <laughs> underscore live, I've got no idea. Updated as ever. Um, yeah. So, yeah, get your tickets for that, Live. Um, it's the podcast alternate awards, which hopefully Mr. Mitch Duggan will be attending. Um, I've already talked Ben Tollett into it. No so pressure. Oh, if he's coming, I'm not coming. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try and get a few of the players, hopefully some of the like the coaching staff. I'm, I'll persuade Garno to, to do it. Persuade Garno to go to a bar? Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do it. Somehow we'll, we'll make this happen. Um, so, yeah, where, Wednesday night, I don't know what time. What time do you want to do it? Seven o'clock? Ten minutes past seven. Ten minutes past seven, okay, <laughs> yeah. there we go. Um, no tickets needed, no dress codes, turn up in your trackie. Yeah, it's no suits, only trackies available. When's uh, this next Wednesday? Next Wednesday night Here? in all those. In all those? No, let's yeah. do it in this room, actually. <laughs> let's pack everyone <laughs> in. <laughs> let's do it in here. Yeah, the uh, the official podcast studio. Um, no, we'll be in all those, so um, yeah, come on down to that, free of charge, social club prices for the beers, so we'll have a good night. Right, uh, last thing, I think there's still coach tickets and stuff available for... Um, wherever we're going to on Sunday Wembley <laughs> Wembley um, so if you want to get on the coaches to Wembley on Sunday you can do pop on down to the shop join the queue because it's been a massive queue all day today all day yesterday all day Monday all day Sunday um, yeah if you don't mind queuing up uh, join the queue alternatively go online to tickets.co.uk. there's loads of great merchandise as well that you can get your hands on while stocks last because the stuff that I wanted to get is already sold out what did you want? Um, <laughs> flag but I didn't want a massive big flag I just wanted a small aren't you getting new ones in though I think I think so yeah but what about um, the Kaiser Arsara t-shirts are they still there? They're still there. Spoilers. I want me one of them. You should be able to get them flags on a stick. No, when they wave them, it looks good, that, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're the ones that we couldn't get rid of when we got them printed oh. the original the first time. Just a big one. Yeah, so. Um, so, yeah, there's loads of great stuff in the shop. Um, it has been incredibly busy, so they've not been able to get all the stuff online quite as quick as they hoped. Um, so, apologies for that. But um, your understanding is much appreciated. Uh, and they'll get it online, hopefully, um, later on tonight. So all your Wembley stuff, come on down or go online, trfcshop.co.uk. That's all. Is that Paul Harper's Abbey? That's Paul Harper's Abbey. That was sure. Out. I think that's going to win the award, Matt. Three minutes. The alternative award for Paul Harper's shortest ad break. <laughs> <laughs> that is a short ad break. I think it's, it's, it's in the running. Yeah, excellent. Shortest ad break Average of the season. nine minutes. Yeah. Usually Three I've got time to head out, go down to Eastern Delight, <laughs> get something to <laughs> eat, Normally I've got time to go for the poo, but like not this time. So, are we bringing back a feature not done since the pre-recorded ones back in... No, back in the day. The, the first one ever the live first ever. teammates. Oh my God. Oh. No bit nervous. Mitch. Bit nervous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he knows he's going to get a drill off some of the big lads <laughs> tomorrow when he gets in. Can I just actually... Let, let's be fair, none of them listen, do they? Mm. Don't know. Well, we uh, find out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> what, if like, Mitchell's got black eyes at Wembley, we know why. <laughs> before we get into it, one thing coming to my mind, I think you'll all agree that when Alex was talking about Ned Kelly bouncing around and they, they were going, Wembley, Wembley, 
there's only one person that is going to be like this this weekend, Andy Mangan. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be You're him, isn't it? You're not wrong. Like, who just... Who rooms with him, or do people have to share rooms? Um, yeah, they, I think do, they do share. Yeah, they, they do share. They do share, so. share with him. So I think it might be one of the other Scouse lads. Might be Norse, actually. Oh my, oh my God. That'll be Imagine, a, yeah. like, imagine being in... don't want to be next door to them. Yeah, in a room next door to them. <laughs> like a, a, a businessman trying to get some an important business deal done on, <laughs> over the phone. Them two are bouncing off And you can just wall. hear dinosaur noises <laughs> and like the springs on the... Ba- you think, what's going on in it? You know when you see on the films and like they've took their eye off the baby and they go in the room there's crayon all over the wall. That You can imagine you walk into the room and like, there's coffee beans everywhere and they're both, they're both they're bouncing they're on the bed. they the bed over and made a fort out of it and they're both like, who? Enter, and just like a hand comes out and grabs the room service. Andy Mangan's throwing pillows at you, screaming, "What's the password? Get out!" <laughs> yeah, um, James Norwood got injured last the night before the final, and uh, the fourth claps on him. <laughs> Fingers crossed that doesn't happen. Yeah, I don't want to write that press release. Right then, I've, wait. Then, I need to get. The, I've got the teammates' questions still on here from all that time ago. You want us to fill while we... Uh, Please fill in while I search <laughs> for teammates. Oh, no, we got it. So you, you're you're familiar with this, Mitch, yeah? From like, Soccer AM. Soccer AM and stuff, yeah. Like yeah. our most popular features on this show, we've yeah, stolen, all stolen from off. something else. Yeah. Well, all, all features on Tranmere Rovers Media, like yeah. all, the, all the stuff we've stolen off Mad Or Paul Harper originals, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> it's not stealing, it's a homage to. It's a homage Or a parody. It, yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. And you can't be sued if it's a homage or a parody. Legally, no, you can't. No. You can be criticised, as I found out from the uh, transfer window one. But uh, there we go. That was only Jim White criticising you, wasn't it? Actually, I've got a story to tell you. So, like, um, Saturday afternoon... Paul Harper's story time. Yeah. So, um, I, I come out to see my dad. My dad was in the marquee after the game. And uh, so I've just I've done all the interviews and stuff outside. So I've gone to see my dad, give him a big hug and that. And there's a, there's a lad waiting outside the player's entrance. He must have been about 12, 13 years old. And he goes, uh, Paul, can I just have a quick word? I'm like, yeah, okay. No idea who this kid is. If you're listening, like, drop me an email or something because um, credit to you for having the guts to absolutely... So I'm like chatting to a few people. And um, yeah, so Paul, what was the what was the point behind that uh, transfer window video? <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, well, uh, so I'm trying to trying to like, explain what I, what the point of it was. I mean, there was no point really, but we were just messing around. Oh, and goes, tough uh, question. And then he goes, um, <laughs> right, so the Ben Tollett goal recreation, how many times did you actually miss? <laughs> Who the bloody hell are you? He's not your biggest fan, is he? No, he's not. I feel like so someone uh, from Lincoln Media has paid him <laughs> to come down and sabotage. Yeah. And and for your information, it only took twelve attempts <laughs> to record that video. So um, my my scoring boots are well and truly in my in my pocket. Don't worry, one goal of the season for a reason. Of course, yeah. it was going to take twelve attempts. I did, I, to be fair, I did not miss every time. <laughs> I did hit the front post a few times, and I, I, Ben was like, "You know, you've got a bottom far bottom corner." So Ben's a well, he missed his he yeah. missed his best mate's wedding, didn't he? Because he had to hang around. So. <laughs> Yeah, we were only down there for a couple of hours. It was, it was fine. Who is this kid, by the way? I want to buy him I a drink. I have no idea, but... Not um, a pint, obviously. <laughs> buy him a fruit if juice. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fruit juice or an umbongo. If you're listening, get in touch. Yeah. There we go. Because Paul wants to have it out with you. <laughs> it's been brewing for five days. We've just got to Wembley. Everyone's on a high. And he's like, Mum, you go home. I'm going to wait out here for Paul Harper. 
<laughs> Where, what position is he? Uh, oh yeah. no, he's there. Is he? And he, and he kn- yeah, and he knows knows that I'm coming out of the players' entrance because I'm yeah, obviously a player. Yeah, he, like now all the other. Now that you see my videos, all the players <laughs> are come out. Going, do, you, do you want a photo? He's like, no, no, I'm waiting for Paul. I'll get away. I've got I've got bones to pick with him. <laughs> I wasted two minutes watching that YouTube video. <laughs> So, yeah. so he spoke to me and then just walked off. Fair play to him. Yeah, we all have our critics. We do. Yeah. Me more than others. Yeah, quite a few critics. He's a brave all the, year. all the abuse <laughs> at Full <laughs> Harper 82, everyone. So, yeah. Right, let's give him something that no one can ever criticise. Try me a teammate. No. Mitch Dug- with Mitch Duggan. Hit the jingle. <laughs> you said you were doing a jingle? <laughs> oh, I left it at home, sorry. You do the music. Do, do some, like, are we going to do the rap? Yeah, you do some music, just generic music. Do, do, do. Keep it going. <laughs> do, do, do. Teammates, teammates, teammates. Absolute shambles. Ugh. Um, this is why he's the unofficial voice. <laughs> the unofficial voice. <laughs> I was going to get a flag made, but it was the, up for you, the unofficial voice of Tramir. But Write the theme didn't. tune, sing the theme tune. <laughs> no one warned me. Great <laughs> reference from nine years ago. <laughs> Tramir teammates, Mitch Duggan. Who's the best trainer? Uh, the best trainer. Other than yourself, obviously, yeah. Mitch. Uh, I'll, I'll, what's the word? Was that a, was that a Take myself out of all of Jake. these questions. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're not allowed for any. Uh, the best trainer. I have to go for a young lad, Evan Gums. Really? Every day yeah. he comes in, just does his stuff, no complaining. I'd have to agree with that. I haven't been down a few times. Mm. Like Evan is always like, like, last out, he's always like yeah. playing head tennis and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he can have the head, he head can tennis head is ball. no joke head tennis is a very no very it is a deadly serious uh, it's like an occupation really yeah um, but Evan Gums can head a ball five and you can kick it miles further than I can kick it maybe yeah. should have him to do the Ben Solid recreation but heading it in it's like the no no back Djokovic I think a lot of people would rather be champion head tennis than playing it's hard to, I was never any good at I head went, tennis I went down to training on Tuesday and like the youth lads were playing head tennis yeah. and it was basically someone Headed it to serve and then it bounced and then they had to serve again and it was it was rubbish. They need oh. practice, any training with Evan. Yeah, they need no vacuums. There are there are a lot of other hard trainers, but Ev, Evan comes to mind first. Well, okay, on on the flip of that, who's the worst trainer? Oh, <laughs> oh, he's trying to think of who he's going to get the least grief off in the morning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't be, they're, they're Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Say Macapaul. No one's listening until we tell them. Adam, Adam Dawson. Ooh, Adam Dawson is a Ooh. poor trainer. Very, very skillful player. Just, I don't even know what to say. Really. <laughs> I, mean, I think swiftly move on. Yeah, <laughs> I like Adam. He's my friend. But <laughs> just um, doesn't like. What's your friend? Yeah, just doesn't track back. I suppose you as a right back, him as a right mid. When he when he's got the ball, he's outstanding. I wouldn't say I'll stand them. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's very, he's very good, good football player. Just tosses it off a bit in training. <laughs> it's just a winger. What, what he's doing while user training is none of our business. <laughs> that explains a lot. I see that. Who's the quickest player? Do you always have arguments about this? <laughs> always. And they've had races and races. Are we going to have to set up a definitive race? To, I, think, yeah. I think at the, after this Wembley. This is for pre-season. Yeah, all pre-season, yeah. Pre-season, we'll to, have we a need race. To set up a race. Fastest. Are we talking over a short distance I, I or think it's got to be 100 metres. 100 metres yeah, sprint. Yeah, 100 metres sprint. There's a few in my mind. Ben's fast, isn't he? Toll's fast. Yes. 
Um, is Nose, Nose, is Nose got Nose is quick. Yeah. Mangan seems he's got a bit of pace. Nippy. I remember he's you nippy. telling me not so long ago. Leave well, on. I say not so long ago, a few years ago. I remember you dropped me a little hint that Cole was quite quick. Is that still? He's. Is he quick over short? Like he's powerful, and he. So yeah. I think when he gets going, he wouldn't want to stand in the way of him. Yeah. <laughs> But then the quickest, I'd have to say. Who's having the arguments? That's the main thing here. Like he's two young lads, Sam and Lasani, Taloni, Taloni, I'm a Taloni. Taloni. <laughs> Taloni Norwood is always in the argument. <laughs> Not like him. <laughs> and a dark horse who always back himself but never competes in these races is Michael Ahekwi. Oh. No, he's quick. He is quick. Yeah, I'll yeah. give him that. Uh, yeah. But we had a few races at Early on in the season, um, Talani beat Nose. So these are one on ones. These are one on ones. Manu and Manu. Yeah. I think it's like winner stays on. So yeah. not like a, like, like a race. Like this was like over six a full pitch seven. as well. Oh, so like that's full yeah. pitch. So, yeah, Talani beat Nose. Wait there. No, got it wrong. Elesme beat Nose. Sam. Oh, Sam beat Nose. This started off as a really good story. No, <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, this is we're, in the, we're in the semi-final bracket. Right. <laughs> Sam and Lasani beat Nose. And then Sam Lasani and Talani raced against each other and Talani won by a nose. But then Sam was... This is unfair. Was this on the same day? Yeah. So Sam's Tal- still tired. Talani yeah. got a bye to the final. That's not really However, fair. However, this tournament's ran someone, terribly. someone... Who was quicker than Talani Omatola? I think it's not a player. Whoa. whoa. I know. Andy Parkinson. I knew that was the name. Is, is he still? Be. He is He's lightning. Is he still <laughs> like that? <laughs> oh. Andy Parkinson beat him, but Andy Parkinson was the one to say go. <laughs> oh, that's not fair. That's <laughs> Andy Parkinson. He's he 20 metres ahead. And he's <laughs> go, come on, Tom. But to be fair, for a, a 40-odd-year-old man, take a shift. Yeah. Controversial. Well, we, I, don't this, think I, think, I think he's like this 30s. Has to, <laughs> this Andy. has to happen. Like, doesn't it now? They used to do it back in the day, remember on like Granada Sports um, thing? They actually had, and Chris Malkin won it. Yeah. So yeah. we are going to have to do this. We'll go down the oval. Do it on, we'll do it officially. We'll get blocks. I'll get a starting gun. We'll get them vests and everything. Who did I see the other week? Jamie Carragher was on... Luke Graham or someone racing. Jamie Carragher had a race against someone. So that's what we're going to do with Parky. A YouTube feature every week. Parky racing another player. <laughs> it was Marnay, wasn't he? But it was one of them where the finish line was the wall. So they had to yeah. stop. But the run wall. to the wall and back. Well, my, them, my answer for the quickest player, in my opinion, would have to be Norwood. Norwood. Yeah. I can see that. So on, sa- on Saturday as well, he oh, picked yeah. up the ball yeah. deep in his own half yeah. and he... He was rapid, wasn't he? Off, yeah. yeah, and then ran, and yeah, missed, ran yeah. straight into the keeper. <laughs> <laughs> it was like that thing where you press R1 too much on FIFA yeah. and you're like, no, I didn't want to run fast that extra st- stride. But yeah, that was rapid. Yeah. I want, I didn't realise how quick it was so I watched it back on the telly. Yeah. And like, I thought he was in when he got the ball but no, he was like too... Yeah. Like, he went past, two, past two defenders. Yeah, it was outrageous. Holmesy96 says he's Vaughny quick. Looks it, looks it. He um, put himself in this bracket when we asked him. When you, we? when you were in, like, he's, he's quick now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was his eye, well, by yes, the way. Gosh. Didn't he get a champagne cork in the eye the other day in the dressing room? In the changes, <laughs> yeah. he got covered in champagne, and he only had one leg as well. He was, he was I sent him a little message about that though, because on the picture, he's 
Uh, fair enough, he's got a champagne cork in the eye, but he's stood on two feet. You're yeah, saying he's faking it? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the tip looks fine to me. Weight bearing is an essential part of rehab. <laughs> 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 sure, what about champagne drinking? Is no, that I don't think anywhere that on the syllabus? <laughs> where, um, was, um, where was McNulty in that photo? Where was Mac? He, he wasn't in. Him and Noz were off doing the, Man uh, of the Match duties, unfortunately. The Budweiser bottle's missing, I think that, that's where he was. I didn't check. The only fellow with a baby was Bucko, and I was like, the scouser, obviously. Yeah. Well, the answer to... Holmesy ninety six question is Levon is pretty quick. Yeah. He's small. He's a when small, he's quick. It's like w- when you were in school, it was always the the smaller lads who won the hundred meter races on sports day. So that's where. I don't think he'll take that very well. He doesn't like. I know we we learned that when we had the money. He doesn't. He yeah. doesn't. But it's a bit of a like a phobia, isn't it? Yeah, mm. but little man. It's one of them, isn't yeah. it? It's true, unfortunately. <laughs> well, he sat there. But like, how many, how many, how many no little people do you see in life you can't avoid? They're all Not like many, giants yeah. or like well built. Yeah, he'd be like the marathon runners and normally and the but, smaller. But if Lee like, wasn't a footballer, he'd be in there. What in a teapot? <laughs> Living in a teapot? <laughs> no, not in, in the Olympics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think we should move on. What from Lee Vaughan? Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, the best thing about that one was when he done it was Macca went, who are you doing next one? Leave on I'm going to stay here for it. He sat, <laughs> he sat next to him the whole time, like querying everything he said. Making sure he didn't get the hit for anything he said. Yeah. Um, who's the slowest player? That can be taken in two ways as well. Not in Leave on type slow, as in physically like physically. And mentally, however you like to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. However you want to judge it. Slowest pace-wise first. Slowest pace-wise. Ooh. Um, is there any, no one really? Did they also goalies? No, because Scotty is quite quick. To be fair, off off his line, he's quite sharp. Luke the same. Um, Ian Turner. Ian Turner. That's why I've, <laughs> I've never really seen him. You know what? Obviously, the move. I, suge- I suggested Ian Turner in the Christmas special, and I got told I weren't. Mecky told me I weren't allowed to say a bad word about him. No, so he's a lovely man. Yeah, so I'm. I, I weren't going to be the one to suggest no. Ian Turner, but I, I no, don't no. fancy him to be winning many hundred metre races. <laughs> I'm not sure, I'm not sure Bucko can, can shift that much. He's a very good fullback on the ball. Doesn't hey, have to. Yeah, he smashes you in a 50 50. Yeah. <laughs> if you run past him, you're up in the air. And he does that little crow's turn. I love that crow's turn he yeah. does. The, Mc, uh, the McNulty turn. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's turned into Scouse Ma- turn that now, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, Scouse defence. You with them are doing it. Honestly, Macker isn't blessed with Facebook. He never seems to be out of position, so. Well, there's players like that, like them too, where they never someone, had pace to lose. Someone clearly suggests Jeff Hughes. Um, no, he can he get can about the pitch it. very well. To be yeah. fair. It's just like, I suppose, in a way, a position like that, mid, you don't really don't often get the chance to be yeah, bombing yeah. forward, do you? Unless it's Mitch Duggan clean he's, through against Wogan before he was scythed down. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go safe with Ian Turner. Okay. Yeah, that's a safe one, isn't it? Right, we won't do mentally slowest because that does come up no, later on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, biggest joker. We said before, didn't we, Mangi? <laughs> what, right? What sort of <laughs> that, things? That was the quickest answer you've yeah, come yeah. with. That what, is like, like, what sort of things? <laughs> just give us a few examples of. Just not, not even like. <laughs> just like every day, it just doesn't stop. doesn't turn off. It just doesn't stop. Just you, you've you've heard that pterodactyl noise already does, haven't you? Yeah, <laughs> a thousand times. <laughs> and that doesn't get old, and every time he does, it, you just think, oh, here we go. Who was it said and when he's on one? Oh. When he's on one. <laughs> Imagine if we win on Sunday, what? Heaven forbid they go, let's get an interview with Andy Mangan in the changing rooms. 
He will be the one. Like if I'm, I'm like, not conducting that interview. Touch Imagine wood. Andy Mangan pterodactyl noise live on BT. He that's all. He, that's all the answers. <laughs> like we've just been promoted. He scored the winner. Every question they ask him, he goes. Oh, let's see go. That, see that thing over Wembley that he climbing. <laughs> 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 oh no. Well, like who was it? Someone in the club, was it Liam in the club shop or Matt? He said the day he didn't he resigned in October, was it? And he didn't he, he didn't know. And he was in the canteen in the queue for his lunch, and he was just stood there, and he just heard that pterodactyl noise behind him, turn around, and he just went, "I'm back, baby," or something like that. And he's just like, "Oh God!" And I think he's what does he say? He just says. <laughs> Have you ever been snuck up on by a dinosaur before, or something like that? And it's just like <laughs> people there didn't know we what, like, and just like, who was this? For? What was the story about him just in the in the um, suites upstairs in his underpants oh, one time, love... just with like a thing he had like his underpants oh. on his head. Oh, oh no, it was one, one crazy lunchtime in the Belmont. <laughs> that wasn't yeah. it. <laughs> a uh, lunchtime. He, he, he fin- was getting undressed. He finished his food before <laughs> everyone else, <laughs> and when he f- obviously he finished his food before everyone else, and had to find another way to annoy people to keep himself amused while right. everyone else was eating. He had no one to talk to, close so he se- just got undressed and started walking around. <laughs> close second to Andy Mangan <coughs> is a joint between Richie Sutton Ooh. and Andy Cook. Cookie, very, very. Un- the odd jokers they just they make me laugh every time I speak to them. <laughs> <laughs> I can honestly say I've never laughed when I've spoken to Andy Cook. Why? Because you can't understand what he says. I have no idea what he's saying. He's. Jamie, no. <laughs> I think that's just his northern accent. <laughs> where is he from? Is he from, like, from Durham. Up, like Durham. up north, isn't he? But where is it? Near Newcastle? Well, yeah, he's got Durham, a bit more yeah. of a, like, oh, Durham, yeah. Durham, yeah. Oh, God. But where's Richie Sutton from? He's from, like, Staffordshire, isn't he? Like, he's just got, like, a crew ways, isn't it? Yeah. He's just got, like, that generic accent. Yeah. Boring accent, isn't it? Yeah. So, Sorry, we so. need to get Andy Mangan on this. But don't oh, we really need to get Andy I Mangan on I think he'd have more viewers than <laughs> BBC Radio. There's <laughs> <laughs> a reason why he's not allowed on BBC Radio, <laughs> yeah. I suppose. Well, we welcome all the listeners who have switched off from BBC Radio Merseyside Special. Of course, yeah. Two hours. Um, You'll be able to listen back to everything that we've um, spoke about so far on a download later on. Okay. So just get the uh, the plugin for the download. Good plug, good plug. Soundload. Sound. Soundload. Soundload. Soundcloud.com slash Jamie Rovers. Um, and we'll put it on the club website as well. So. Okay, so biggest joker, Andy Mangan. Who's the biggest moaner? Moaner. <laughs> as in, like, when we're training or all playing? Moaning or just. Just general play? life. Uh, just. Yeah. Life just seems to get to them. Yeah, like, oh, woe betide me. Uh, Adam the Wilson. <laughs> he thinks the world's against him. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now let's go biggest moaner on the pitch. Um, like you give the ball away in training, which voice are you dreading hearing? Garno's. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. No, um, I've, um, when I, I've played him a few times in Resi's game and stuff, and Steve Jennings, every time you get the ball away or misplace a pass, he. He's on your case right away. And I know he only means well. Twice skipper, I suppose, isn't yeah. it? Perfectionist. That's, not That's kind of one Positive of the best reinforcement. Sometimes when he does it plenty of times, <laughs> 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 he becomes moaning. But I guess I'll just stop giving the ball away then. <laughs> well, yeah, I suppose if you don't want it to happen, stop giving the ball away. On that note, then, let's go to the hard man. The hard man in the dressing room. Oh, um. Mac is a big fella, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
<laughs> I don't think it. That doesn't necessarily equate. But to he's it. a big like teddy bear, and he's a lovely fella, like yeah, off the pitch. Yeah, cuddly, yeah. cuddly. Um, cuddly teddy bear, <laughs> the honey monster. Hard man. Um, Jay Harris seems like he. Little, little tough one. Yeah, he's like a little. He's the opposite of Mac. He's a little teddy. Like, yeah. Get away from me. Yeah. Vaughn is similar as well. Vaughn put himself in this, didn't he? Again, he, he nominated himself for this one. I remember. Yeah, I think he fancies himself as a bit of a tough one. <laughs> and then Mac stepped in and went, "What are you? You can't. You cannot put yourself in for hardest player." <laughs> uh, I've seen James Wallace on the pads. He's all right. So there's a few, but I would say I'll go with JRS. Little tough, not in here. Yeah, get well soon as well, JRS. Yeah, indeed. Um, most skillful. Quite a few, hasn't yeah. it? Now we've got quite a few. Depends what you mean by skillful, because there's people like Adam the Dawson. One with the most skill <laughs> is how it's normally uh, interpreted. <laughs> no, but there's different types. So, for instance, Mecky and Dawes and Tollett, great with the ball, stepovers and stuff. But then, skillers in controlling the ball, passing the. F- 10 no, yards, not your boring skill. <laughs> like, which, which, who's going to rainbow flick it in training? Yeah, keep ups and keep ups. He tries all sorts in training. Very rarely comes off, but, but he tries them. <laughs> God loves to try. No, I've well, seen he's him. He's got a positive mention this yeah. evening. So when he, when he's, <laughs> he's getting beat two one. <laughs> when he's like, he's got the ball and he's got. He's trying to beat two men when there's obvious passes on, and he's just trying all sorts. But fair play to the kid. No, he's got a few tricks in his locker as well, hasn't he? Uh, he likes to think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, he's Norse's Norse skillful player. Uh, Norse is the the Stanley Matthews of the modern he's modern more era. Of a, a knock and run. Sort yeah, of kick it past yeah. him yeah. and sprint after him. Yeah, not wrong with that. Said. No, there's not, there's same with Ben Tollett. Yeah, knock it past him and then hit it at the goalie. Yeah. Ben Tollett's goal <laughs> of the season was just a knock and run and run and run and run and yeah. run and run and run and run. No, he didn't knock it past anyone, as you've seen from my. Recreation. Knocked the past two mannequins. Yeah. Another, he another. Just, um, just run past. Nominee for that would be Jack Dunn. He is oh, so yeah. sharp. Wow. Uh, just obviously because I'm a, a, a fullback, the and then when I'm doing shape and training, you're up, up against, against him. him. Uh, just when you face him on with one, you think, "Oh, I've got him here," and then he just shifts it quick, and you think, left-footed as well, which yeah. is always a nice thing to have in your locker, mm-hmm. isn't it? Good player. Um. <laughs> Worst taste in music. Now, this, you know, this has caused a few. Um, we know Scotty Davis likes his M&M. Yeah, <laughs> not off. <laughs> uh, I'd have to say, Talani Amatola. Oh, what's he into? Just, you know, all like the rap stuff. All the grime. grime like, stuff, yeah. Like when UK you, grime and all that. But he never puts it on when... Anyone else is listening. Anyone, anyone's in the gym. He, he always <laughs> waits for the big lads to go home. <laughs> and, uh, I can't imagine like Maka. I can imagine like you know it's all forties sat there thinking, "Come on, Bucko, go home. I want to put, put my stuff on here. I want to put Stormzy on." His eyes light up when <laughs> Steve McNulty puts the weights like, down. Like Stormzy, like I don't mind Stormzy. Is it like really like just like heavy grime? Just like some stuff, I think. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> like when he puts it home, the ones who are still when he puts it on, the ones who are still there think, yeah, time to go home. Leave <laughs> me. Here. Let him do. It. Let him have his little half hour. I don't like that. Like it's just. I th- actually, it doesn't sound like music to me. No, it's just that like, really moody stuff, isn't it? Like really and then moody. They break out with all these weird dance moves as well, don't they? Oh, dab, 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 dab. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's totally a dab, is he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, too. The best dancer. 
best dancer. Oh, it's got to be Adam Mickey. Wow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we were on a Christmas night out, um, team night out, and some of the moves I've seen him pull off. Oh, my <laughs> God. He just... He got his leg up to places where I've never seen what? people <laughs> the leg up. He sure it was his leg. <laughs> and the boy can twerk as well, to be fair. What? Wow. <laughs> what are you and Max doing your Christmas night out? <laughs> none of our business. Like, I'm hoping this wasn't in the beach because <sighs> w- they wouldn't no, stand no. for this, would they? <laughs> yeah, there's but no twerking in Birkenhead. You definitely n- weren't round here. <laughs> that has scarred me for life. <laughs> we, was in, we was out and he was just non-stop for a good few hours just bouncing around fitness I like it dance moves I can't even recreate them was it like was anyone were you expecting this or was it a shock to see him I just thought I've never seen you move like this (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen you move (laughs) like that's I I wasn't expecting Mecky at all that's a real who was you expecting I wasn't expecting the twerk the twerk got me I wasn't expecting Mecky to have his foot above his head like that's it, w- it wasn't just above his head. <laughs> <laughs> Swinging round his head. I don't know. Um, you expect like the the younger lads, don't you? Yeah, it's the younger lads the you'd expect. The Sams. Yeah. Them kind of lads. Yeah. Not, yeah. A, not a quiet lad from Mike, Surrey. Mike Hickey fancy himself as a bit of a dancer. When I a, can see that. Yeah. When there's a few tunes on in the gym, he has a little jig. I can <laughs> see him doing some, like robotics. Icky. I can just see him <laughs> really good at he's got that he's got the similar build Peter Crouch hasn't he yeah, I can see him yeah. doing the robot <laughs> pull out the rope pull yeah. out the rope mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so on the flip side of that who's the worst answer I'd say myself <laughs> but no you, you can't say yourself that's an easy way out okay, uh, easy way out you've got to name and shame someone else um, worst answer Andy Cook <laughs> Great surprises. No oh. rhythm. No rhythm at all. <laughs> oh, poor Cookie. But I don't think, yeah, I think he knows he's himself. Good at, so he doesn't, he's just, he's like, good at just a head bopper at the bar. Yeah, he's good at scoring goals. Out of rhythm, head bopper yeah. at the bar. It, it, like, I remember Marka said at this one, he was like, I'm man marking the bar, was his phrase he used. I imagine that, that there's a few people who just like, they're not even going to get involved in the dancing because there's no, no. points. And whereas then you've got like Mackey. Who else, was it, who else was like, might not be the best, but you gave it a go, yeah? Um, Jay Harris. <laughs> Mickey. I can Jay imagine Harris. Jay Harris doesn't shy down. Um, Richie Sutton has a go. Oh, God. And right. you can't imagine that goes well. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. God. Richie Sutton doesn't look Scotty like he has a go. Oh. Oh, I, can, I can see Scotty. Right. I've seen him do some crazy moves. <laughs> we need again, like the old Soccer AM dance offs, we need to get Jay Harris, Scotty Davis. Adam Mechie. Pre-match, post-match Facebook Live at Wembley, I say. Oh you need to get God. Scotty Davis to rap as well. Yeah. Get him to rap. Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah. That's, that's on the agenda, isn't it? Does he freestyle or does he just do Eminem lyrics? I think he just Eminem. But <laughs> it's 100 mile an hour. <laughs> it's funny, though. It's funny. It's good. It's yeah, funny. I remember the pre-season trip to Dublin. And, yeah, we were yeah. in the bar. Stood up and, on um, the chair. <laughs> they they're doing the initiation, so all the new, the new lads are doing the songs and that. And then like, out of the blue, he just gets up on the chair. He's got his water bottle, he's his microphone, and he's there uh, spitting out his... Um, and everyone's his like, Scotty, yeah. popping off, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Scotty, you've been here a year, mate, you don't have to do one. <laughs> Any excuse just to Any bust excuse, out some yeah. M&M. Um, I think I probably know what the answer to this one's going to be. The uh, worst dress sense. Is it the same you, player that won it in the awards? Yeah. Uh, 
say he had a good suit on to be fair mm. I liked his suit but it was, it was <laughs> it's old school uniform but we've had it <laughs> um, worst dress you could see all the phrase <laughs> oh, <laughs> prefect badge though <laughs> who did you vote for in the awards worst Adam dress Dawson does I he wear some why just like, like bothered in the morning just he comes in baggy trackies yeah and some of the trainees he's got He's, he's Manc though in his Manchester and they're like Berry. Oh, 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 oh Berry oh they're the worst <laughs> they are yeah to, to be fair yeah, uh, yeah. yeah admittedly I don't have the best dress sense either yeah I mean Joe, there's a time and a place for trackies but you can get nice trackies can't you like yeah, yeah. a nice pair of trackie bottoms not like baggy these are baggy and like probably like similar to the one you're wearing I they're think shorts then yeah. Is this you openly admitting now that you like <laughs> Newcastle? eight o'clock in the morning you scrub up look sharp you've got to be in ready no, but so you don't you well, don't want to win fair, this worst stressed award. <laughs> given this due, he lives in Berry and I live on the Beechwood. He's got to travel an hour or so and I've got to travel five minutes. Yeah, you've got that all that extra time. Yeah. So Perks. Mm-hmm. That's why you play, play for your local club. Yeah, exactly. Local club. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Doors couldn't get in the team at Berry. So here's an interesting <laughs> one then. Who's the, the flashiest? Flashiest. Yeah. Are we thinking that like I don't I don't f- I don't think any of the lads are particularly flash. flash. Um, I don't know. One of them's got a reg plate of his own name on. That. <laughs> I wonder oh, who yeah. that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, um, Jack Dunn, Scouser. Just no, got, big got Premier a, League boy. Got a got a, a lot of nice pairs of shoes. Um, he's got to have some Balenciagas on here. Yeah. So. <laughs> I think, that's, I think that's all he's got. <laughs> uh, He'd have yeah. Balenciaga footy boots if they had them, wouldn't he? Like, um, yeah, Jack Dunn. That's just a scouse thing, isn't it? Like, you know, do you like the do you like the flash gate, don't they? Not wrong with that. Okay, three more to go, and these can these are the ones. These that, can make or break. Yeah, these make or break. Who's the most <laughs> the most intelligent? Um, Jay Harris. Every time. Yeah, there yeah. we go. Every time yeah, this is going. When everyone's ever got like problems, not not problems, but like it's having a question. Like, the what's the yeah? yeah like and there's a group debate. He sort of he's just they'll go like, to Jay for the answer. And yeah, go. and I think he he studied a bit in university because I didn't. I'm not sure. I'm th- this is he's doing an accountancy fact, degree. I think is he? Is he? As I well? think so. Yeah. Well, this isn't fact, but I'm not sure he was in. Um, like a, a youth team was he? So I think he, he was went at to uni as well. Oh, and he came into the game like after. Yeah, yeah. I'm That's f- interesting. I'm not sure, but I think yeah, he has been to uni and studied something anyway. So everyone said every- more than the rest of these. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> everyone said Jay Harris, though, haven't they? Like yeah. Maka, Lee Vaughan, Mecky, Connor Jennings, and Nors yeah. all said so we Jay will, Harris. We will do a mastermind. This is again on the agenda. Yeah, I think the lads on away trips um, at the back of the coach to get general knowledge questions up. Try and compete against each other. <laughs> but J- no, no they're all sick now. Jay's not allowed to play because mm. yeah. they're you all have sick to get the trivial pursuit questions out <laughs> instead. So as soon as he got injured, there was a few cheers at the back of the bus so they could play the game without him. On the flip of that, who's the least intelligent? The least intelligent. Um, oh, it's a close. <laughs> close between close between 20 of the squad yeah, it's close most intelligent Jay Harris was very fast answer this yeah. one is like a whoa. close between a few Adam Dawson <laughs> and Andy Cook oh right I think we yeah, the, we've the, heard the Andy the Cook story, answer before the Adam Dawson story is 
if a fly was as big as a cat, they would take over the would, world. They would take over the world. Or was it no ants? If, if ants, ants were as big as cats. as cats, they would rule the world. And he th- he said that. He said, he this. said that. But yeah. then our argument to him is they're not. But his argument back is, but if they were, yeah. But, but <laughs> no, but you could still That's stand at this point in the argument. Jay Alice, get over there now. <laughs> Settle this. Jay, tell him. I think, <laughs> he, I think his argument is that like ants are quite intelligent. Like they, I think yeah, it, I get it, that. They I, I, I sort of understand them. His argument is an ant can carry more than its body weight. In leaves or whatever. So then he says, <laughs> if that was, if that's a, if that's bigger, then, then that's trees. More. That's that's carrying trees. And everything, but isn't it? my argument against would be maybe it was because a lion, but you can still stand on a cat in a way you can stand on an ant. So you could just to be honest, I wouldn't like ants on them. to grow as big as cats. But no, no, mm-hmm. neither would I. Scary. You could still scary stand on them if they were as big as cats. He's got many of them feedies. Bit like Carl Pilton's in that theory where yeah. everything you go, but, but it isn't going to happen. It <laughs> yeah. will not happen. It is not. But goes, why are you thinking it? about why, this? Why is that? No wonder he's so badly dressed in the morning. He's probably thinking <laughs> he's, dra- he's like getting dressed and wear them ants. He sees a cat outside. And he's like, it's an interesting one though. I mean, like that's a, like I might have to get him in and we'll do like a podcast just about theories and stuff, mm. conspiracies and stuff. Who was it? Like, oh, who was I speaking to the other day? And they said. They convinced, I'm sure it was someone who, either an ex-player or a player now, here, and they went to school with him, and in school, they convinced them that they were going on a school trip to the Titanic. It was, oh, who was it? It was an ex, it might be a player now. They went to school with him. Again, a good no, story. No, it's someone, it's someone our age, my age it was. I'll, f- I'll have to find out, I'll, I might find out now. Actually, we've only got what we've you got. You need to ask Adam Dawson about his theories, because... He's told me loads, and I, f- I can't think of any to tell Could you. Could we get them in in an hour, or is, do we need like a pre-recorded no, three-hour session one, with them? One feeding takes a good hour. <laughs> <laughs> For God's sake! Yeah. Oh yeah, he will explain it, and he will like. Fight when he his, first come in last season, he was saying, "If I if I bought fifty lottery tickets, then I would win more." If I, he said, if, if he bought 50 one pound lottery tickets, you guarantee to win your money back. He'd win more than fifty quid. But that, like, that's not true, though, is it? If know. that was the case, everyone would do it, though. Yeah. Exactly. Who's told him? Like, is he got like one of them? <laughs> someone's feeding him this information, isn't he? And like going, yeah, I'll sort you right out here. Look, I've got this. I bet you he's in a pyramid scheme right now, isn't he? Like, or like yeah. he, he's probably sends off them emails, them Nigerian emails, princes yeah. that email you. Like you're scrolling through your Facebook and it's like. Send us £10, place this bet, we'll make you an instant yeah. millionaire. Yeah, he signed get up. Me, get a credit card out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's that's staggering, like. He's had a bit of a batter in here, hasn't he, poor Dawson? I, I think it's his own doing it. <laughs> if, you, if he's thinking about cats the size of ants. No, ants, ants the size, the size of, cats. of cats. Probably cats the size of ants would be Ooh. terrible. When he's experimenting in his little dungeon about <laughs> making ants the size of cats, you know who's also going to send them to, don't you? Straight, <laughs> yep. straight to Mitchell Duggan's on the <laughs> beach. <laughs> and finally, the most important one, who's the longest in the shower? Um, <sighs> Maka was going to get a GoPro for us, weren't he? To, and he went, he went, the lads aren't shy, he said. <laughs> that was for, the longest in the shower, I would have to say... Jack Dunn. Ooh. Does he take a while, does he? 
And again, flashy prem yeah, boys. Yeah, hair, probably, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. yeah, indeed. Long time getting showered. And yeah, obviously, the injury it. didn't help you being injured. It takes oh, him yeah. a while getting around the shower. Yeah, and he's yeah, probably exactly. got like Armani underpants on or, you know, like, and probably got a nice towel as well. I bet his smellies are really expensive. He's got a li- little Louis Vuitton a wash bag. bag. Yeah. 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 <laughs> How much are them little bags, do you reckon? A lot of money. Are they like hundreds of pounds? Yeah. That's outrageous, isn't it? Have any of our players actually got them? Uh, Louis Vuitton I ones? A few of them, I bet your nose has got one, hasn't he? He's got a Louis Vuitton backpack, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has, I've seen has that. Actually, well. yeah, yeah. Oh, no. What's Did wrong you know, with, you know with these wash backpacks, eh? What's wrong with them? Nothing wrong with it. Like <laughs> The same one you, you used to have in school. Like. You can take the boy off the floor. There's <laughs> <laughs> not wrong do with it. You do the same job, don't you? Yeah, they do. And you're not worried if you get Tipex on it or if your Tipex leaks inside. Just Tipex your name on it. Yeah. Yeah. There's no worry about it. You know why those wash bags are so expensive? Why? It's because only footballers buy them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, who else? <laughs> that um, is a target audience. A few yeah, hundred that pounds is, that each. That is true. I've never seen Although anyone apart. I did like the point of like smellies and that. James Wallace had some good quality shampoo and conditioner in that photo. That, like the photo where he's obviously going. Yeah, that's head and shoulders. Is no. I, no, it was, um, it's the same product I use, and that's to be honest, my head. I haven't washed it today, so no criticism bad today. It's looking a bit again unkempt. With yeah. that amount of hair, what you need incredible some message we've just received, by the way. Oh, yes, we have in all Arabic. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, and then <laughs> I think <laughs> maybe not. Thank you. It depends what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, it's got a link in it. I think we could be under threat. Let's hope not. It. I mean, that's outrageous. And that's <laughs> I feel like because I mentioned that like instant mi- win a million pound. That's what that. That's a Nigerian prince got in touch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Right, that was Adam Dawson. If you're listening, click the link. <laughs> <laughs> right, that was um, that was teammates with Mitch Duggan. Thank you very much, mate. You're welcome. Um, we've been going an hour and a half nearly, so I think we should um, begin to wrap things up. But obviously, this Wembley special, we've got to we've got to end on a high, and we've got to talk yeah. about Sunday's game. Um, so Mitch will know better than most. Um, we've already mentioned the mood in the camp's good, team spirit's good. Um, how do you think it's going to be in the next sort of couple of days before the uh, before they set off to London? Uh, I think as as the week goes on, um, people get more excited uh, and nervous as well because it's just natural to be nervous. It's a massive game. Um, I think nerves are good though, right? Yeah, nerves are good. Yeah, um, excitement more than nerves. I think, isn't it? Like yeah, people because people just want to do well, so and they want to win because it's a as you say, it's a huge game. Um, I think the lads are travelling down Friday. Uh, give them time to settle down. They're already down there, then, so they don't have to worry about travelling and stuff. Um, I think if we play as well as we have done the past few months, then I don't think Forest Green are any sort of match for us. Uh, and when they come to Pretton Park... Oh, we battered them, didn't we? Although we did get beat 1-0... Um, yeah, as you said, we battered them. I think that's the best we've played all season, that game, genuinely. Well, in the reverse fixture, um, when we drew two all, they absolutely passed us off the park, didn't they? For the first half. Yeah, you both yeah. said that, didn't but you? But that's how, that's, how, um, they're, they're manage- that's what their managed philosophy is, to, to try and pass the ball. And I think now the, the pressure of the playoffs and trying to get promoted has increased. I think he just sacked us. It's philosophy. Well, if you watch their two semi-finals, they yeah. weren't good games. I watched the, the best, one. was it? Yeah. No, I watched the first one. I it was a poor game, wasn't it? But it was terrible, and I just think I just think they're too good for them, really. 
like that. I mean, I think I think credit where credit's due. They've obviously done well to get to this yeah, stage, but we've got to like, we've got to be confident, haven't we? Going I'm sure into they'll be game. confident as well. Loads, you know what I mean? But like, it's you can't give, you can give never you respect ever write them off because they, they were there last year, weren't they? Yeah, so yeah. they know what it, what it's going to take. Yeah, you give you you give you respect to the opposition, but on our day, we should be a match more than a match for, for any yeah, team I in think, this league. I think our, if take our injuries out, then there's no question. With the injuries, I think that gives them a slight better chance. I just, I also want to say, actually, I know that we've had a big go at Cowley, right? And I loved Mickey's line last Wednesday before the other <laughs> shot game when he went like, um, Mickey, where, if you were in Danny's shoes, what would you be here? And he went, no, I'd be in Magaluf. That was a great line. <laughs> but like, apparently Cowley was in the um, travel lodge after the away leg last week and a lot of Trammy fans were there with Matt Smith, the presenter, and they were having a good chat with him. In and the Travel Lodge? The, the Lincoln, uh, the Aldershot Travel Lodge. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. And um, he... Travelled in style. He obviously. said, it, without our injuries, we'd have we'd have beat them to the title. I've been doing all the stuff for the Wembley programme, uh, like the Trammy stuff, um, and going through it, I've did doing all the player profiles and the squad list and that. I'm like... Injured, injured. <laughs> it's season injured. over. Yeah. There's like eight that players awesome. who would yeah. get the copy and paste teams. injured paragraph has been <laughs> yeah. used so many times. ACL, ligament damage. And we've got like a squad of like 25 players, and eight of those are injured. Yeah, and like some of them are a bit long term. And then you've got the likes of Connor who's come back from like three months out, and players like that. You can't. The injuries we've had, unbelievable. And to think that we've missed out on on the title by just like two two games. Those those players could have obviously made a difference, but uh, the what will be will be. And uh, the lads who were going down there do you, do on, you, do on the weekend, use any excuse? Yeah, so they'll uh, definitely they'll yeah. go down and they'll be wanting to win. And and I'm I'm fully confident in the boys that we can uh, we can do this. And if we do win, it'll be the biggest party oh my God. ever seen. God, can you imagine what happened since the last one? Well, and we all know where to go, don't we? <laughs> when we get off the coach's home, the only Biravian style bar in Birkenhead. <laughs> Well, after after the game Saturday, the it was, it was um, <laughs> the party scenes in the tent, and then I went to the pub with a few of my mates, and people with the drum in there just singing all <laughs> night, and that's just forgetting to Wembley. So imagine if we we get promoted. Well, like I was in Barbara obviously been Saturday, and like seventeen years in the making on it. We've been dying for a little seventeen bit of success. years of partying. Oh this, my god! This is the time. I told you I was going to do it. He's brought it upon himself. Go on. For those listening who weren't in the pub on that night, <laughs> Mitchell Duggan started it. We've got Mitch, um, that boy, Mitch Duggan. He's one of our own chant. <laughs> he started his own chant in a public place. This is Sportsman's? Yeah. Ooh. That, that to me, has got to be contract termination. Well, I don't know about you. Is it, or, or is it a fine? <laughs> these, a huge fine. These statements that are being announced are incorrect. <laughs> Started his own chance in a public place. Does it need that meme? Mitch, this I is why he's the unofficial voice of Trammy Is this is this fake news? Is this, <laughs> this, is, this is fake news. In well, fact, I can tell you what happened. <laughs> Until I was someone can prove otherwise. Enjoying a well-earned pint of San Miguel, and you'd played well. Yeah, I'd played, played well. well yeah. <laughs> um, and people started to chant. Mitch Duggan gives a song, and the song I sung was. The we are on our way chance and what a chant that is yeah now Jake where's your information coming from I was uh, the unofficial <laughs> easy way out unofficial sources as yeah, you know, as yeah I can never, never blow my sources up can I 
So I um I need to plug something. Um my mum has just said, messing me, tickets in block capitals. Uh we've got I, I don't know if people still need tickets, but we've got two adult tickets and one child ticket available there. Sat in section one three four behind the goal. On the black market, is this? It will we're willing to give if if someone would like them, then they can take them for a donation to the Clatterbridge Cancer Charity because oh, we've paid for them. So if they want them, get in touch uh, with me on Twitter at Matt Hibbert or the club or the tw- you know, just tweet us on there. And yeah, you can come and sit. You'll be near us. You don't want to be too close. <laughs> we've got we've got like I think we've got about forty seats uh, across there. Blocks so off, um, nice. yeah, because our. Our um, family down south can't go because the sun's got a cricket match to play. Oh. No, in Surrey. Oh. I it gets can't rain. think of it anything gets off. It's b- apparently the weather Sunday's sunny, isn't it? Seen it? Yeah. Brilliant. Forecast. Be lovely. It rains. Yeah. It rains in so, Surrey. Yeah. 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 But then all I'm thinking is, if it's a sunny day, it was a sunny day for Bristol Rovers, my first ever game, and we won. It's a and sunny day, first of June, ninety-one. Yeah. Chris um, Malkin. Chris Malkin. The 14th of May 2017 will also be a day to remember. Are you saying it's going to be raining first off against Aldershot? A, a just pu- in case it's raining. A public, <laughs> a public holiday yeah, in Birkenhead. Yes. Yeah, it's going to be a bank holiday can't, Monday. Right, I can't even begin to think what Sunday night, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday next week will be like. Because that's how long if, like, the party will go. Oh my God. It'll just be a, like. Because it'll be a release, won't it? Of so much. Just. Ah, after. Relegation from League One, League Two. Clubs just the fans and the clubs just dying out for just yeah. that little bit of success, and uh, people will come up you to you and say, "Oh, it's only the conference, but it's it's that little bit of success that hopefully will lead to it's something bigger." It's the first. Well, we've already had the first little bit get, getting through the semis exactly, yeah. and having such a good night, you know, record points total. So, and even if, and I'd, I'd, we've got to say this, even if we we lose on Sunday, hopefully we don't. I truly think, and I'm a pessimist, Tramway fan, like quite rightly so, I think we'll go up next year. I think we'll win the league next year if we don't do it on Sunday. Mickey's the man to take us forward. I definitely. think if we do do it on Sunday, we'll still go up next year. Oh. Yeah. Wow. There we go. <laughs> Point out there. The unofficial voice. You need to buy 51 lottery tickets tonight. It's, <laughs> with that sort of attitude. <laughs> to make a profit. You're guaranteed to make a profit that way. <laughs> That's right, what we were saying before, um, you know, you you get that little bit of momentum and who knows where it could take us. Uh, and obviously, Mickey and... I think and we've already got the momentum's already here, isn't it? Like Mickey and Jack. You see how much it means even to get to Wembley yeah. Yeah. with the players and the fans. So, And you've seen, you've seen with teams that are less talented than this group that that team spirit, you look at Leicester last, last season, season yeah. Lincoln. that team spirit, the, the togetherness... Can, can take your places so the yeah. team spirit like I know we've the said it times, but and on the other side amazing. if you look at it Arsenal this season got all the ability in the world yeah what was it, wasn't that terrible it? the other week when they scored what game was it in and they virtually didn't celebrate <laughs> did they yeah. was Alexis Sanchez was moaning at people to come and celebrate yeah. that's how bad he was going wasn't he come over and like come and pretend you're happy yeah and it was a big I'm sure it was a, quite a big game wasn't it like Wolcott scored in the first half and they all they were just no one smiling it was weird wasn't it that's the difference isn't it it is like and if you look at Chelsea when they score everyone look at Conte yeah. he's just like I don't think anyone likes Chelsea, do they? But I really like him. <laughs> do you know what I mean? They're a very hard club to like, aren't they, Chelsea? I like Conte. Who doesn't like? He's such a... You've got, you'd want to play for I him. I don't like the whole club, but I like Conte and yeah. the players in the team that you like. Like 
Kante. Kante's on I like Alonso. Matic. Matic. I like Matic. Yeah. Where did Alonso play before in this Sunderland, country? Yeah. Was it was it Sunderland? Played Sunderland yeah. I was trying to think this the other day. And he was like a joke player, wasn't he? Mm. Did he go Fiorentina? You do. I'm yeah, not sure, yeah, but did, yeah, I was yeah. watching a Premier League years. And he was playing for Sunderland. <laughs> he was playing for Sunderland, yeah. Oh. I was thinking, I didn't even know who he was when you were playing for them. No, they've <laughs> got, like, he's, he strikes me, you, Mitch, you can maybe, but like, you'd want to play for him as a player. Yeah. He's one of their managers. Well, if you look at the players he, he, he's done it with, so Alonso played for Sunderland, he was a nobody. Yeah. Moses has been at many clubs, been an absolute nobody. Resurrected his career, hasn't and he? It's just, it, it's mad what a manager can do for players. It is, isn't it? Like how a player who, like Moses, like you say, was, he was becoming like a journeyman, like we said, a joke. Just yeah. every season was a different loan. Well, if you're liked by a manager, you want to do well for him, don't you? Yeah. So it's that thing of, is it? Like if you think that manager's. as well, once you start playing a run of games and you're playing well. If you look at Cole. I was about to say exactly the same yeah. thing. Look at Cole Stockton. Everyone said his career's gone. Yeah. I think by his own admission, I think he said he wanted to leave, didn't he? And then Mickey came in. And I think Cole Mickey, the Rocket Stockton. Mickey said in his post match interview, he said. We had, he had a lengthy chat with him when he came in, saying, "I want to bring you back in January. You're in my plans. I, you know, I, I rate you as a player." And he, he looks like a different player. So goals, isn't he? Looks a different, an absolute different player. No, no, he's been quality though. He's, he's like, through the still last only few weeks. very young as well. Yeah. When, when you started, yeah. when you started that sentence with no, Paul, I thought you were going <laughs> to go against Stephanie. <laughs> no, I still. Think. <laughs> I don't race him. Send him back out on loan. Nah, Cole's brilliant. I love him. <laughs> and I've always always liked him. Alonso Just played against us for play. Bolton as well. Played for Bolton when they were in the Prem. Oh. Is that when we beat them yeah. on penalties? Yeah. Good, the Goody Cam Night. Goody Cam Night, yeah. <laughs> the best <laughs> individual performance ever by a Tramier player. What a, I mean, Ian Goodison. King, <laughs> King Cole scored that night. He did, yeah. He did. Yeah. So, I mean, like, he's been with us. How long's Cole been... In the first team for like five or six years, time. about nine six years, years, and he's he only twenty. Young, didn't he? Six years. He came for the youth team, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was. I think he's been a, a first team. Debut twenty eleven. Yeah. Well, he, he played on. quite a few games when we were that year. We were top at in January. Well, when, yeah, yeah. When I uh, first got a season ticket, and he used to come with Jake. He um, was he playing then? He come on. For a few games, yeah, that would have been I about 2011, wouldn't it? He used to say 2011. He made his debut. Oh, he's good this play. He's massive. He's strong and that. And he, used to and he was all well 15 at the time. <laughs> <laughs> he was the biggest lad on the pitch. Yeah. Um, I always remember. I think he again. He was like 16. He got this when Vauxhall's with the Conference North. Yeah, yeah. And he got he got loaned yeah. out to Vauxhall's in the yeah, Conference yeah. North. Do you think? Like at 15 or whatever, he'd have been like 16. He was, play, 16. He was playing Conference yeah, North men's football. He did well as well, didn't he? Scored that trick. Yeah, yeah he? he was scoring goals for him. He used to always yeah. flick to the back of the World Globe and he had a little column about yeah. this big. Great days. Cole Stockton scores again. Yeah, great days loading players to Vauxhall's. <laughs> King Cole's doing it for the Super White. King Cole the Rocket. Yeah. King Cole the, the Rocket, Rocket Stockton. Stockton. That's maybe, his official title. Maybe we could get him down for the awards. He's a local lad, isn't he? Yeah. Is that where he's from? Is there any other Wirral lads? I've been on a minibus Luke? playing for Oh, yeah, but is it Luke? Declan Don't Grimes go into this weird stalker yeah, mode yeah, yeah, again yeah. where you start telling us yeah. where him and like three others like live. Opposite each other. Yeah. Yeah, see, so it is it's confirmed. There we go. Park Mike. Road, just down the road. <laughs> <laughs> what's the, uh, what's the name? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go and knock for them now. <laughs> that's great. I mean, I said that's it's like our own Lisbon Lions. Yeah. Let's get like we've got. To, Imagine you know eleven players come through, play for the first team, all from the same road. Evan, <laughs> Evan as well isn't. Evan's from Runcorn, but 
That's not too far away. I was going to say, like, even though they might not come through. From there. We, oh, we've got a, how many the best place to be from. <laughs> <laughs> how many scousers or, like, just local lads have we got? A lot, yeah. Uh, Scotty, obviously, no. But then you've got Icky, Maka. Bucko. Bucko. Jay Addis. Yourself. Geno. Cole. Geno. Cole. Kirby. Kirby. Yeah. Um, Tollett. Tollett, yeah. There's ten. And I'm sure we're missing a couple there as well. Mm. Yeah. And even still, the lads are... Aren't local, they're only hour away. Yeah, Craig, yeah, Barry. Yeah, yeah where's Connor? He's still getting it every day. from Stockport. Yeah, so he's like local. Nors is the... Nors is from Eastbourne. <laughs> <laughs> the Southerners really stand out, don't they? Like, yeah. Where's Mackie's a sorry kid, isn't he? Mackie Aldershot, isn't he? Yeah, the Aldershot, yeah, yeah. Hasn't his family got Mangy. that holdy home? It's in his Mangy. Mangy. <laughs> We've got Mangy as well, Mangy's a scholar. Of course, Mangy. How would we forget him? Of course, I thought he was from Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we could get him in to do a review of Jurassic Park. Yeah, Maybe you just get should. him in for half an hour and the, every uh, question you ask him, you just go... Yeah. <laughs> that could be the Matt Hibbert movie review yeah. for the week. Well, why don't we just Jurassic read out Park. the script of Jurassic Park <laughs> and he can play every dinosaur <laughs> in <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it, when we get him on, that's how we've got to introduce him. Do the tune and he's like... <laughs> that's, that's how he introduces himself. Yeah. Poor Absolutely, Andy Mangan. Yeah. Lad. No, he is apparently like poor everyone, Andy Mang is poor everyone, everyone else in the room <laughs> everyone else in the room that's how you've got to feel sorry for so, uh, right, so we're, we're all looking forward to, to Wembley me and Jake are going to be in the press box so we'll do some uh, we're going to do as much kind of live media as we can so like, we'll have the Snapchat going we'll do the Instagram we'll do the Facebook, Facebook live Periscope. Periscope I can't Twitter. believe I've turned down a press pass for this yeah, to be with the fans. Be better with the fans. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. To be honest, like I've spent the last sort of six weeks sitting in the press box, thinking I want to be in the cop amongst it, and like older shot, we were in the press box. Like, yeah, I want to be down there really. But there was that video Jake sent on Snapchat, which was classic at older shot, of him smiling. And all the older shot fans just like, <laughs> like the emoji where his face was like that, and all the <laughs> older shot fans. Were just I have like, to be. So a, a little Jake, a little Jake's journey. I have to be so <laughs> no, no, end this podcast. I have to be so careful taking that video right because I had to get like escorted in there by a steward. And on my way through, I had my tramway Apollo on, and on the way through, he said to me, "Was like, you might want to cover that." I was like, "What?" He's like, "You might want to cover that because there's, there's a few scumbags who sit by there and he might punch you." So <laughs> obviously, while I've got my phone, I'll take your jumper on your tramway jumper. Yeah, I, I said, no, I'll cover this tramway polo the with tramway jumper. The only thing I've got to cover it's a tramway hoodie, so either way, I'm getting it on. <laughs> so as I got my phone off to take my little video of myself, I was like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" <laughs> Checking in the back of the camera, making sure no one was looking at me. It's an army town, isn't it? As well, so you get a few squaddies there. I had a fellow squaddie right yeah. in the back of the head. You did well to get out of there alive. Well done. I had to get a score to back house as well. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Out the press box. I felt like royalty. <laughs> I felt like royalty. No, that was only because you didn't want to climb the hill though, wasn't it? I didn't the know the way out. Because because they brought me in that way, I, I couldn't have got I didn't know where I was going. This, I mean, to be fair, like if more Jake's journeys were like involved with you nearly getting it, I'd let the segment carry yeah. on. <laughs> if you, you happen to be escorted out of places... <laughs> Then Jake's journey can return. Yeah. We'll take a vote, everyone. Re- message in quickly now. Should should Jake's journey be allowed to carry on on this show? Yeah. As long as he takes a beating every week. Yeah, if he has to get beaten <laughs> at the end of Jake's journey, then he can take as many journeys as he likes. So yeah, we'll. So 
as I say, we're going to be in the press box. Uh, Mitch, you're going in with the fans. Yes. Excited. Very, very excited. Are you on the team coach or are you going down making your own way? Making your own way down, yeah. Are you going down Saturday, aren't you, the team? Friday. Friday, I'm yeah. saying Friday, Saturday. Well, I say I'm sitting with me, the fans, I'll just be with all my mates, really, but be full atmosphere. Can't wait, really. Oh, it's going to be... Do you know what? Whatever happens on the pitch, it's going to be a bloody good day, isn't it? For mm. the up until five o'clock, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. like one way or another, Burke and Ed's having a good day out, yeah. which is something we've not had in a long, long time. And a good night out in the beer house after we've won. Oh my god! I thought so this was a travel podcast. Uh, not social club club heroes promotion. The social club will be shut. The so gold, the gold lounge will be open. At them t- t- yeah, yeah. T- I think we license. all know full well we're end up in Peter Johnson's house. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not in a marquee in his back garden <laughs> with Andy Mangan talking, Andy, <laughs> me, Andy Mangan, and Adam Dawson having a serious chat about politics and the <laughs> world and affairs and cats, and cats <laughs> ants the size of cats, then um, something gone wrong. Something gone very wrong. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting. So we've we've already found out that you're gonna be sat in with three empty seats. So yeah, again, if anyone wants to drop us a, a tweet. Two adult to... seats, one child seat is available in section one three four, right behind the goal. Um, and if anyone would like those tickets, get in touch with me on Twitter at Matt Hibbert and or get in touch with the Trammy one, and Paul will send you my way. And for a small donation to the Clatterbridge Cancer Charity, we will give you those tickets. It's as simple as that. Good are, are news we quantifying small? Generous. Yeah. Very generous. Are we quantifying small? Just a few grand. Uh, I would yeah. say... Tenner? I'll At least tenner. I'll, I'll ask me mum. At least 20 quid. I'll ask me mum, see what she yeah, says. Yeah, free tickets on the line. Let's say 25. Free tickets for Wembley. 25 for a good yeah. cause. Just free tickets. Plus side, three tickets to Wembley. Minus side, sitting in the vicinity of me and my friends and family. Yeah. So... You know, yeah, Matt's mum's nice. She texts in every yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Matt's mum's all right. She was loved, delighted to meet you the other day. I was delighted to meet her. Yeah. <laughs> Just came into the crowd off the pitch. And they see every, you could see everyone else. Cause I knew who he was, but everyone else in the cop was like, who's this lad? <laughs> why Why was he A on the pitch? Why is he allowed to just come into <coughs> the crowd yeah. and then just go back onto the pitch? As I, as I went back onto the pitch, there was a chance of OJQ. He does what he wants. <laughs> What, a bit of a journey for you. Yeah, yeah it was. That's what I said. I put this on Jake's journey. The worst segment on British radio. Jake's journey to casualty. <laughs> Give that Gosh. man a prize. Um, so yeah, I, I f- finally I apologise. We've got no no Wembley related prizes. Oh, I'm my really tickets. sorry. We've, yeah, we've, my tickets sort of. A prize. You, they are. Yeah. The competition is who donates the most to Clatterbridge Charity. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Interesting. Do we, do we make this an option. No, because they end up, they end up paying more than the ticket price. That's a good. It thing. can't be any more than the ticket price, can it? Really, that's not fair. So what's what's the ticket? So what? Forty, forty, twenty. So it's a hundred quid for the three, okay. two adults, one child. Okay, so ma- maximum of a hundred donation. Yeah. No, no more. Don't don't want to pay more, but okay, um, okay. just a, a donation. Twenty-five pound. My mum said if they donate twenty-five quid. Uh, they can have the two tickets in there. So if, if anyone's out there and they'd like to... Oh, my mum's ringing in. Hey, come on. Here we go, mum. We, we've got to end on a oh, high. Yeah, we've got to... Let's do that. Not make the mistake where we... Why is that? Is that all the way down? That's Why all the way down. you just hung up it? on your mum? Oh, oh, bloody hell. I've hung up on my oh. mum. I'll ring her back. Oh, she's <laughs> ringing me back. Here we go. Accept. Speaker. You can hear me on, on T- the... Turn the radio You have off. to turn the radio... <laughs> turn the computer down, mum. This is like 6.06. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
Okay. What, what, how much would you like donation for the three tickets? Well, however much that people can do. 25 quid, though, that would be good. That is a minimum. I mean, they can have both. They can have the two adult tickets and the child's ticket. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we're starting it at twenty-five pound. If anyone. Twenty-five pound will do. Twenty. Okay. <laughs> twenty-five. Going once. Going to. Okay. Um, that's my mum there saying twenty-five pound. If anyone wants two adult tickets and one child <laughs> ticket to Wembley on Sunday. That's right, Mum, innit? Yep. I can still hear Matt's voice. Yeah. Mum, do you need anything from Sainsbury's on the way home? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so... Well I'm done, well done Matt's mum. See what I mean? Goodbye, Matt's mum. <laughs> so there you go. So there we go. Yeah. Happy days. And did you know what? You can buy me and me mum a drink at, in the pub before... Do you know what? Game. I think it's really nice that she just wants to fill those free seats because... Yeah. Regardless of the fact that there's going to be 70,000 other empty seats at Wembley on Sunday... She wants those free seats filled. I'll yeah, that credit to her. And it's um, like if there's anyone out there who would like to take the, the kid the game, but times times are tight, and you know, yeah, can't yeah, afford a yeah. hundred pound for three tickets, then twenty five pounds to Clatbridge yeah. Cancer Charity, um, and you can have those tickets yeah. and sit in the vicinity of me and my and friends. If, we, and if family. we don't get any messages in like the near future, if you tweet it out, you can put say in like twenty five quid, it will go to Clatterbridge. Nice little good news tickets. story, will, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I'll retweet good it karma. Stuff. Yeah. Good thing. Do good and good will come to you. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, yeah. That's why Mitchell's in the middle of donating to Clatterbridge Cancer Charity. Oh, lovely. I Not for the guy. tickets, what just do good and good will come no, to you. No, I him. think he's donating a wing box for all us tonight, isn't he, as well, I believe? <laughs> Even better. <laughs> after the one he didn't pay the other day. Yeah, I had to pick up his tab in wing box last <sighs> week after the old shot away game. Unbelievable. Did the, him and his mates did a runner <laughs> into the car park. Just reading his death threats off <laughs> in the lads' group chat. Yeah, Adam Dawson is not happy. Adam Dawson left the group. <laughs> <laughs> right. it, I hope it's not going off in the, the Tramia place. Should we wrap group. up on Matt's good note then? Shall we? Yeah. And um, it's going to be an amazing day on Sunday. All the build up leading up to it. Like We're doing a media afternoon tomorrow. So we'll have loads of content, loads of videos, loads of audio. Loads of interviews with the players, the manager, um, trying to sp- going to speak to Garno because Garno was involved in '91. So I'm going to try and Garno's been involved in everything for the last yeah, twenty years. Exactly, yeah. So I'm going to spe- I'm going to try and speak to him as well tomorrow. Um, so yeah, there'll be loads of stuff on tr- on the Tramway website, on the YouTube, on Tramway Player. Um, yeah, let's get excited about this. We we're on a good finger, and um, I'm fully confident backing the boys. Yeah. Um, we can do this. So I yeah, hope, Paul, you're going to burn this. off a load of CDs for the official club coaches with our podcast on. I've been asked for DVDs and CDs. Uh, and then um, Audrey says, oh, yeah, by the way, there's 50 coaches going. <laughs> well, that's a lot of burning. Um, yeah, I'll do my best. I think you should put the, no, the Wembley the play- special, the playoff special. And then we'll, the players ones, you think, on there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do, we'll, we'll do some bumpers. And then CDs. what was our greatest one the other day? I think this two episode weeks. may be too long for a CD. Ooh, unless like you do a data those, disc. This is like one of those double discs. Yeah. Like only about, if only it was a cassette and you could flip it over. Yeah. Why can't you do that on CDs? <laughs> uh, anyway, that's the technology podcast coming up next <laughs> with Mitch Duggan and Adam Dawson. <laughs> <laughs>
No, uh, that's right, uh, let's uh, let's say some thank yous, Mitch. Thank you very much for giving up well. your Wednesday yep. evening and yep. talking rubbish with us. Uh, we appreciate it. It's been really good. So thank you very much. Thanks to Alex Hay. Um, who again gave up his time? Oh, fantastic just, insight from both of you. Like, yeah, he's like you two were just like fans who were kind of living our dreams, if you like. Yeah. Um, so we wish Mitch all the very best for next season. Like the insight from you about the, the current squad and the feeling right now, and the insight from like Alex Hay about Wembley 2000, and that thing he said about what Mickey sent. To, the fact that there's an ex-players group on WhatsApp is amazing, and the fact that Mickey sent a message like that to them. Just like a game, I was speechless at the time. I was just, I can't believe it. Like, that's amazing. It just shows it, doesn't it? Yeah. How much he believes in this club. He, so we we speak to former players all the time, and like the the affection they have. Like, I did an interview with Scotty Taylor. Oh yeah, he's so like, he's a southern lad. He's got no real connection with. Yeah, for three years was he? Say. Three four he was years there for three years. Yeah, and like he's like get us back to the league. Us, it's us, it's us, and um. Uh, they, they all love that's it. just the effect the club has on people yeah, it does it's, it's, it becomes us it, yeah, it's just even when they're not something in. in the water in, in Birkenhead yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something good in the water it's, for once it's, it's definitely, drinkable there's definitely something in the water in Birkenhead that gets our coaches no, playing the drums Jonathan Williams says thank you as well so yeah big thank you to Mitch big thank you to Alex A uh, and well done for the uh, promotion hopefully we don't see you next season in no. uh, in a, an official capacity no hopefully you can um, play a friendly against them maybe yeah. we did this year didn't it's we? been a yeah we did yeah. yeah it's been a good show and uh two hours so if you want to listen to this back if you've missed anything um we did sort of wembley memories then we did mitch duggan's teammates and then we just rambled on for the last half an hour so an absolute um, bump if you want to listen back soundcloud.com slash Trammy Rovers it'll be on the club website it'll be on iTunes as well search Trammy Rovers download it listen to it at your leisure um, yeah thank you very much for listening we've had good listener figures again tonight so especially over, and considering it's over the two weird. hours and yeah. we were up against we were up against radio the chairman <laughs> the player who scored the winning goal in the last playoff final um, so yeah we, I think we've done it I think we've done a good job and I hope you have enjoyed listening yeah um I just again I want to point out that I've joined the Tramia injury list as well. Like the Tramia injury <laughs> case this season has has hit me. I was playing football on Sunday and ankle ligament damage. Yeah, so you are on me. Yeah, out. exactly <laughs> that. So like, can Ruled I get in the, the game? Like once our season's over, can I get in our physio's room? Can they have a look at me or Malkin? Even he's a physiotherapist now, isn't yeah. he? I need to see what the best form of repair is for. I'll it. have a word with die for you. Yeah. The je- this is not a joke, by the way. Like, <laughs> I want to be seen. My ankle needs to get better. Because I'm signing for the club in August, you know that. <laughs> seventy <laughs> goals, seventy chance, goals. Yeah. Wallace League under fourteen. It's, you know, it speaks for itself. It speaks to my agent. In fact, about this, not me. <laughs> Jake Keogh. <laughs> Let's wrap the shenanigans up. Yeah. Thanks everyone for listening. Thanks to Mitch. Thanks to Alex. Hey. Thank Thanks you. to Paul. Don't Jake. forget the podcast awards next Wednesday. Yeah. Hopefully we'll be having a we'll big be live on air, but in league down. in league two. Yes. And we'll be in league two. Fingers Happy crossed. Days. Come on. We're going to Wembley. First podcast of the Football League. Oh, Let's all just have a great day out on Sunday and um, back the boys. Let's do what we can. Let's do what we can. And let Mitch and the boys do what they can on the pitch on Sunday. I think we all believe, don't we? I think we've got to play out with a song. Go on, wait there. So you want me to sort of kill time whilst you find the song? Because we haven't killed enough time. Yeah, we've not killed enough time. So this song will play I got a message off a friend at 7.03 saying he was outside. He's still outside, dead. 
This is why I've been giving you the holy signals. We'll see you at Wembley. Wyoming. Sing it. Okay, Sarah, Sarah. Whatever will be, will be. We're going to Wembley. Okay, Sarah, Sarah. me. See you, everyone. Have a great day, Sunday. We'll see you at Wembley Sunday. See you, Sunday.